to another episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. And I'm Corbin. And tonight joining us, we have two very special guests. We have... Um, one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. We have uh, two-thirds of the creative team behind the uh, new superhero comic uh, Pathway. Tonight joining us, we have uh, Jeremiah Stemple and Donovan Peterson. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? Doing great, thank you. Let me see if I can get Jeremiah back in here. There he is. There he is. <laughs> Third time's a charm. There. How you doing, Jeremiah? There How's it going? So, guys, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, we're glad that you uh, could take the time out to to sit down with us to talk about your guys' uh, project pathway. <clears throat> Anytime. It's our pleasure. Uh, if you guys would go ahead and explain to our listeners a little bit about uh, your project and your comic book and what uh, the story that goes behind it. I know it has a, a real personal meaning. So uh, if you want to just want to tell them a little bit about your book and kind of what um, led you to, to create something like this. Is that six questions, Matt? I don't know. Is it? Maybe. <laughs> uh, well, basically, it started originally just as a cosplay idea I had. Um, and then... Joseph and Donovan liked it so much they wanted to make a whole comic book out of it. So that's kind of how it started. Um, but basically, it's a superhero with cystic fibrosis. And just so that eight, we're trying to make it so that other CF patients have a hero they can actually connect to on a personal level. That's very cool. Wow. I don't yeah. think there's anything like that in comics right now, at least with cystic fibrosis, is there? Not that I'm aware of. I can't even think of any heroes that may have, uh, where or, or any comics where may have shown up in backstory that I can think of. Uh, not that I'm aware of. We, we couldn't find any, at least when I tried googling any. So, <laughs> yeah, that's very cool, guys. That's that's definitely uh, hitting something uh, that you know, needs uh, people, kind of people out there to look up. Maybe young kids who are dealing with it uh, that can look up to the heroes. Um, that have the same type of uh, same issue, but isn't that art of comics is is taking something that is relatable and putting it in a form of entertainment so that it does both? It informs. I mean, that was pretty much the basis of of X Men and a lot of what Stan Lee wrote. And I mean, that's yep. kind of exactly right. Well, and it's amazing how many people are touched by cystic fibrosis, but so many people don't talk about it. It's not out there a whole lot. Uh, my cousin had it. His wife had it. They both sadly passed away from it. But as we've been doing this project, I've met six, you know, my, my best friend up in Seattle, his, his, his uh, girlfriend's brother has it. So it just, it's one of those things where it's, it's widespread. There's just like you guys said, not a lot of coverage. There's just nobody that has it or talks about it. So it was it was a, a niche market we felt we needed to hit. So for our listeners out there who might not know what that is, what is it? 
It's a degenerative respiratory disease that is hereditary. You're born with it. So you just slowly just lose the ability to breathe. You, you, uh, effectively, yes. Yeah. How long? How long do most people with cystic fibrosis now live? Um, is there an average age? The average age currently is forty. Um, okay. So there, you got patients above and below that. Ten years ago, it was only twenty-three. That is right. unbelievable. Oh, so there's great strides in it. Oh yeah, in medicine like, and research yeah. on it. Like I myself actually have CF, and I'll be thirty-six in two weeks or thirty-seven. Sorry. So how and you were born with it. You everybody's born with it, as you say. So yes. growing up, especially for young kids that are born with it, this is absolutely huge. Um, oh yeah. It, it gives them somebody they can look up to. You said it was a cosplay idea. Can you explain that a little bit? Uh, well, originally I designed the character to just, I was going to wear the costume as a way of getting people's attention and just hand out information on CF. Very cool. Uh, do you plan <clears> on still doing that? Even with the book, you know, maybe when the book comes out, you could you could do that and, and go to cons as the character. Oh, absolutely. Part, you know, part of the creative team. That's very cool. Yeah. I was actually at Tampa Bay Comic Con in full costume, and I've done a few live appearances at hospitals and video calls and things like that. Wow. So actually, I think you didn't do it for us, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, how how's it felt to connect with others? You were saying, you know, finding out more people who have this, you know, they have the same struggle, and 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 finding people that they can look up to this and and kind of benefit from this. So can you describe maybe some of the interactions you've had, um, obviously positively, just opening up this whole new platform of people who can appreciate this and in, in, in a, a work that really speaks to them, you know, in a landscape that really doesn't have that. Yeah, um, probably the two best, best examples I can give is I did a video call over to Newcastle in the UK for this little girl named Scarlett who loves comic books. And I, I actually talked to her in costume for a good like 20 minutes. And her mom called, like, messaged me after the call, and was like, it's told me she was running around telling everybody that Pathé was her new best friend. Um, <laughs> so that was cool. And then on Halloween, I actually took my son trick-or-treating dressed as, as Pathway. And everybody kept thinking I was Rain from Mortal Kombat, which I get because the costume kind of looks that way. Um, <laughs> but we had one group of kids, like, towards the end of the night who, um, who recognized me from the news and, like, ran over wanting pictures. So that was kind of really cool. That's awesome. You're famous. <laughs> that's cool so how did the news catch on to this to interview you guys about it uh not from any positive way uh there was actually a shooting outside my house and the news happened to be interviewing me for that and you saw me dressed. carrying the pathway stuff oh i figured you came dressed up you <laughs> no, are no, no. Today. no they saw me carrying like stuff i was working on because i was going to uh i guess guest speaking in a school and he started there before he started asking me about it. And we just kind of went from there. That's awesome. So Very can cool. you tell everybody the prem, like what's the book about? Yeah, go ahead, Donovan. I'll let you, I'll let you take that one. Oh, thanks, Jeremiah. So uh, essentially, Jeremiah's character is a, a, a scientist, a doctor, who in the process of looking for a cure has invented a nanotechnology that allows him to turn into pathway. So that's that's the premise. It's all based right there where Jeremiah's at, people he knows, people that's helped him out. And then our, our main bad guy is, is a guy called The Gas. And and he's very uh, – I wasn't very subtle in my designs. He's, he's, he's very much, you know, a smoker. 
he's got the billowing smoke coming out of his cloak and and uh his little utility belt his cigarette packs and and uh pathway comes into conflict with the gas and then chaos ensues and of course he has a deeper back me or a deeper backstory that ties into the story just like all good villains need you know what i mean Mm-hmm. His son's actually suffering from CF as well, so I don't want to give too much away. But there's, there's your 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 general brush strokes. So, uh, who's doing the art for this book? That's I was the penciler on it, and then we got an inker. Uh, Joseph found an inker for us, and we got a colorist through. But I was the uh, I was the penciler on the on the book. Well, I gotta say, man, I, I'm looking at some of the Facebook stuff and some of your pencils. Um, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, really you. impressed um and, like and just yeah cool cool very cool montage cover uh for right. uh, amazing spider-man uh 298 yes that, um, yes and what's really cool about that brian is we showed that to todd mcfarland and we actually got a message back from him about how much he loved it wow that's amazing um, that's <laughs> really cool i wish uh i wish i would known that we just got done um checking it you know we, we're here in phoenix arizona so um todd lives out here so we just uh were at an event not too long ago where he was at and it would have been kind of cool to uh know about this then maybe bring it up with him uh very cool very beautiful art i i really like um the design on on the characters uh especially uh the villain as i'm looking at now um very impressed man good, oh, good work i'm uh really looking forward to it so talk about your Kickstarter. Uh, we're, we're about 40% there. <laughs> so we're getting close there. So um, for anybody yeah, that, we're just trying to get that done. Yeah, for anybody that uh, wants to check it out, uh, their Kickstarter project, just go to their uh, Kickstarter and basically search Pathway CF Superhero Comics for a Cause, and you'll find it. So what are some of your packages? On, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm working on getting a link for for everyone right now. So what are some of the tiers that, that everybody can pick on your Kickstarter? Uh, well, I mean, some of them are everything from just getting uh, variant hollow foil covers to actually getting drawn into the next ep- to the next issue. Um, some of the higher ones are... Yeah, some of the higher ones are actually having the whole team fly out there with books and me in costume and doing like a whole little event. That's cool. That's really cool. Where can everybody find your Kickstarter? Uh, right now we have it posted on both the Instagram and the Facebook and, of course, Kickstarter itself. So I think we just posted it on YouTube as well. Awesome. So what Thank is your... You, what is your favorite part about this book? Like what, like when you guys, so what was the creative process like to be able to, to, to do this book? What did you guys do? Uh, originally I posted, like I said, the cosplay idea on one of the comic book creative forums, like where you saw the news thing at, mm-hmm. um, and got responses from originally Joseph saying, Hey, let's go ahead and make a whole book out of it. And then Donovan loved it. And so he came on as well as a couple other guys. And then from there, we actually have been doing almost all of our uh, planning just through Facebook Messenger group that we're all in and bouncing ideas back and forth. So you just ship the, like after you've done penciling it, you ship it out, and is that what yep. happens? Yeah, we yeah, we, basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of an old school guy, so yeah, I just shipped everything out to the guys, and then well, they went to to the the various anchors. 
Um, and, and, and like Jeremiah said, it was a lot of messenger, a lot of back and forth on some of the concepts, but everything seemed to click pretty good on, as far as what Jeremiah and Joseph wanted. And, and luckily I was able to hit the, the beats that they needed as far as the drawings went. So, so your pencils, cool. you are creative and probably dialogue, right? And, and story concept. What does Joseph yeah. do? Joseph is actually the writer. He's that yeah, actor writer. Yeah, yeah. I'm, the, I'm just here. Uh, the inker is. I don't. We went through a couple of them before we got one right, and I can't remember his name. Off. I think it was Kieran. doing it now. It's, it's <laughs> on the Kickstarter where the credits are. Yeah, right. It's so on the like of you guys, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's, yeah. We're not a very big team at all. And because we were doing everything pro bono, people kind of came and went as the uh, the tide went, yeah. you know. People would be like, yeah, yeah, I'll jump on and I'll help. And then I'll be like, all right, well, I need two pages ink by tomorrow or next week or whatever. And they disappear on us. So then Joseph yeah, would find an inker. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily, our uh, celebrity partners have been pretty understanding about all this. And so that's good. That is. What about uh, how far are you into it? As far as actually making the book? Yeah. It's done. No, I mean, how many issues? Oh, this is the first. Okay. And we've already started working on the writing for the second, like the script for the second one, so. Excellent. Very cool. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. So everybody, make sure you go check it out. And uh, if you like it, donate some money. Help these guys out. I think it's a really cool cause. Uh, something we can kind of all get behind. Yeah, Appreciate I think it's that. awesome. It's it's so original. I think that's cool. I think that's, it kind of, like I said before, I think it brings it kind of back to the roots of comics. Like you're, yeah. you know, there's a real meaning inside of it and it's really meant to, to reach people in a different way. And I think that's cool that you guys are actually doing this. I appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate that. That's, that's really kind of what we're trying to get at, you know, to bring awareness, but also, you know, like I said, that's what comics were there for. It's, they're allegorical. <laughs> <laughs> That's, true. No, that's cool guys anything else you want to tell our listeners about it while you're here uh, not that I can think of I think we've pretty much covered on everything that's super important awesome um, oh wait no, no there is one thing we didn't mention sorry and I'll get in trouble if I don't <laughs> say it because um, I, I said keeping we've been you know our sponsors have been understanding because we actually are partnered with Colton Underwood's Legacy Foundation um, which I don't know if you know who Colton Underwood is or not <laughs> He was played in the NFL. He was on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Like his little cousin has oh. CF, so he was covering. He's actually covering all of our printing. Oh, oh nice. wow! So that was very cool. cool. That's yeah. really cool. Wow. That's you gotta cool. love when like the community can rally together on something that's such a good cause. You were saying, but to have other people appreciate that and want this to kind of go forward is a beautiful thing. So again, yeah. thank you. Guys. Like just hearing this is amazing. I'm definitely looking forward to looking at some more information myself and kind of getting more about this because. That's really cool, especially from someone who loves reading books and has no eye sleep care process at all, like writing, drawing, don't even come to me for it. But like understanding, reading, appreciating it is one thing. And also for the cause as well, tying that all in one big, beautiful bow is amazing. So well, for Appreciate me, for that. you guys, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate so, it. so there's there's multiple, multiple, we had a, in our chat, we had somebody ask, are all of you guys in different states? We are. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. Wow. So I think just... That thing just travels across the country, huh? Yeah. I think um, I'm in I'm in Florida. Donovan's in Vegas, I believe. Yep. Joseph's in Ohio. So <laughs> we're all over the place. Even more impressive. 
I mean, and you guys came together just through a Facebook group? Yeah. Yep. So you just, I mean, you posted it and, hey, this is this is my idea. And, and, and what happened? Like, how did you... Because originally what I posted was like a like a real rough drawing because I have no artistic ability. So it was just a real rough drawing of what I kind of wanted the character look. And it was like, hey, could, you know, would there be someone who could make a, like a fake comic book cover of this hero that I could use for handing out information? And then that's when I said Joseph and Donovan started responding because they liked the idea. So, so it's just, I mean, it's just, just that you guys just happened to see it then. Yeah. Well, yeah, we... It's like a, a one of those. Uh, it connects comic creators together pages, mm. and uh, the minute I saw Jeremiah's post about cystic fibrosis, I knew I had to do something, just because you know. It hit uh, home to uh, you. It did. It really did. Yeah. So I was, I was right there. So, hundred percent. No, that's awesome. Very cool. So to wrap this up, guys, why don't you guys plug everything one more time for everybody, so everybody knows where to find it and be able to help. Uh, well, so they can find us on both Facebook and Instagram at Pathway CF Superhero, uh, as well as the Kickstarter is under the same name. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> this is my first comic book, so we're all desperate for friends on Facebook too. So if you find us, we'll 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 friend you in a minute. So awesome. <laughs> this is my favorite kind because I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Yep. Well, thanks, Perfect. guys. I appreciate you coming on, man. I think you guys okay. have something. I think you guys have you guys have something here, and I think that's awesome. So I can't wait. I'm gonna have to go donate so I can get my copy. Yeah, right. <laughs> we appreciate you. And then when you guys Thank make you guys. shirts, then you could just send me a free shirt. Oh, I've already started making the shirts. Have already started getting made. Like you saw them on there, right? Uh, no, but I wear a three X. <laughs> I I can do it. Yeah, because we have, the go. shirts we have right now are just the cover of the comic, but uh, here we'll be here soon. We'll be adding like other designs and stuff as well. We'll make a trade. I'll give you guys absolute geek shirts and uh, done. done. You guys, you guys have your shirt. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Dopeness for dopeness, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Heck yeah, thank yeah, you. Appreciate guys. you having us, So best of luck, man. And then next week, you, you guys can message me for the drinking game words, and you guys can drink with us. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> So, thank you guys and have a good night and enjoy you the rest of your weekend. Bye. 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 Thanks again. Bye. Very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. That's uh that's something you could definitely get behind. And it's actually in it and it's good art and it's you know, it's it's a it's I'm sure it's something that touches a lot of people in this country and this world. So it's something that because you know like i was thinking i wanted to ask but i kind of didn't want to but like so i'm sure you find out that you have something like that when you're a small kid hey when right you're born probably right hey we're you know we ran this test and sorry but um most people only live to 23 and you got that and you're like fuck so now you know your whole life is already on a deadline like I mean, even to do that, I mean, my whole perception of everything would be different. Yeah. Honestly, if I was told at like 10 years old, hey, you're going to die in probably the next, I don't know, 22, 20 years, I'd be like, fuck it. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a very sobering thing. Like, if, if any timeline is set, like, if, if you told me at 50, I'm gone. Like, even then, like, I'm thinking that in the back of my mind for the rest of my life. Like, I wouldn't go to school. I wouldn't do shit. Yeah. yeah. I, would just, I would just have a good time because, you know what? Why the fuck am I going to kill so, myself because I'm already dying? Well, think about it. That's got to be hard, like, because you got to make that, that call when you're a parent. So if you're a parent and your kid ends up having that, you got to be like, dude, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, that's what I would say. Here's cool the Xbox. Person. Here's yeah. your, if you just want to play video games, then cool with yeah. me. If you want to go do something cool, go, oh, you stayed out for two days? Fuck it. Go ahead. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, cool concept, cool art, awesome cover. I hope they really, I, I hope a lot, of, it gets a lot of attention. Yeah. Definitely. They deserve it. It's pretty cool that uh, Todd McFarlane recognized it. I mean, it's pretty noticeable what it is. Yeah, but it's fucking cool. It's still <laughs> yeah, cool, right? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, just to get that nod from Tar Todd McFarlane is cool. Yeah, I got the nod from him. <laughs> I got. I didn't get the nod from him. I'm glad that you you made oh. sure to get your uh, your free shirt plug in there, Kyle. I was I was real wondering if you're gonna go for that. Oh, dude, it's a given. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're we're here to get you to donate to our our great cause and and help us buy this book. But make sure Kyle gets his free shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we'll share some swag for my swag, and then you give me some. At, swag at the end of the day, your cause is great, but where's my shirt? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Just want to wrap it up, guys. I'm, but first, let me get that free shirt. I mean, thanks I meant a lot, that guys. in the nicest way possible. No disrespect there at all. Never. The only thing that was, I got to be honest, the only thing that was kind of weird to me is when they said they didn't know who their anchor was. <laughs> I was like, fucking. But no, they seem to be really cool. I yeah, mean, I guess I, if you shifted through a few of them and the book's done, where do you. Yeah, true. I mean, had... he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, it's all piecemeal fucking pro bono work. So we just get, get people where we can get them. So. Yeah. Still very cool. Good for them, though. I hope I hope they make their goal. That's that's cool enough that they got people that believe enough in the cause to to do multiple issues. Like you'd think a lot of these people would be like, all right, one issue, one and done. But it sounds like they're they're planning for for more than one. So it's really crazy that n nobody's ever written about cystic fibrosis or anything. I honestly didn't even know what it was. Really, you never heard of it? I heard of it, but I never. It it was never close enough around me that I had to know what it was. Yeah, I get that. I mean, it's one of those things. I guess like a lot of illness and stuff that comes around that like you, it's not in your sphere. You know, what I mean that you're aware of, but you know it exists. I yeah. think for that, it's. I mean, it's one of those things that I'm like amazed and inspired that they would do that. They are doing that for a cause. At the same time, I'm sure there's you know this this type of bringing awareness to people who have you know, illnesses or, or, or problems of that sort that comics can reach them is something that probably isn't even utilized enough. I mean, right now, comics' change is making a main character a different color, and that's groundbreaking or, or changing their sexuality, and that's something that's huge. But, like, let's say one went through, you know, par paralyzed, and not Barbara Gordon paralyzed, but, like, dealing with that, coming back from that, not just for the shock value, but for identifying with people who really have those issues and having that connection. And I don't think that's done enough in comics. Not saying that you want to force feed it, but at least saying that it's there. Chad wants Amen. to know if any superhero had a common disease. Yeah, you've had 
Deadpool has cancer. I mean, I thought it was gonorrhea. Yeah, that too. He's got that too. <laughs> I mean, Jane, Jane Foster Thor had cancer. So I mean, disease. There's been a lot of superheroes that have had. Venom has cancer. A lot of them have had cancer. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure he has herpes all over his whole body. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a disease? <laughs> I mean, the movie's handled clunkily, but even like Tony had PTSD. And I, yeah, but I would like to mental, mental health is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm saying in the sense of like these issues at all, you know, when we try to talk about that's another segment altogether. When we talk about superhero sanity and mental scope, it's usually in a negative way. I mean, look at all the character studies on Batman to make them sound insane. When it's like, okay, but let's take outside the fact that you're doing this to fight crime. Let's think about the things you're seeing, the things you're experiencing, the, the the trauma that you put yourself through, and how that impacts you mentally and physically. You know what I mean? And not just as a mechanism to tell a different story. Oh, old oh, this person. Oh, injured this person. No, let's go into this for a little bit and identify with what they're dealing with because more than a lot of people are dealing with that same illness or injury or mental state than they are, you know, jumping the rooftops. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Anyway, that was really good, though, guys. Wow. Yeah, that was awesome. Anyone been uh, on Disney Plus? Watching anything? Uh, because uh, I, uh, huh? What, so, are you talking? What, say that again. Well, I have a Disney Plus rant store. Okay, when I got Disney Plus, right, I waited until three days ago because I wanted the free trial and I wanted to make sure there was no crashing and everything. I wanted to be perfect for me. Like, I can just come in. Yeah, Disney in Plus catering to Corbin. Hey, all I'm saying is, you know. I don't know if he's not going to cater to me. I'm Corbin. Well, your boy, you know, we, we, money's tight. You know, we we're trying to make it by. I'm over here waiting for the free trial. I sign up for the yeah, free trial. Corbin, Corbin's everybody. got a trip to San Diego Comic-Con to pay for. Uh, there you go. Matt won't let me forget it. So let me. <laughs> is this your first time going? Yes, actually. Dude, it's gonna be. I can. I cannot wait to experience sending you Comic Con with you. I, I'm. I'm. I'm excited to be with you guys. Well, it's. It's gonna be very. I'm. Yeah, I gotta hold hands and touch tips, huh? I mean. I mean. Close. Mm-hmm. Okay. We totally Matt, are. You're, you're gonna, gonna be, be you're gonna dreams. We're gonna do it all, dude. You're, you're gonna, gonna be part you're gonna be nuts to butt standing in line for signatures. Nutter butters. Oh, you know. Dude, there's no other butt I would want to be nuts to than Corbin. Sit right back at you, Kyle. It's there. I felt that connection. I drank to that. But to go back to what I was saying, I thought that you got a free week trial of Disney Plus, right? So I it's six the, days. It's six days. I clicked on the bundle thinking that that comes with the Hulu and everything. And I get experience that for a week. They duped me, or I'm just dumb. Probably the latter, but I'm not gonna say that. I guess I just did. Point being. I got charged for a free, a month that I didn't want. And so I'm stuck. So I'm using the Hulu and the Disney and everything. So well, on the seventh day, they, they charge you. Well, see, I guess I, I meant to click on the free week trial. And I guess I clicked on the bundle, like, monthly tri- monthly deal. Only because I got only, charged 15. Yeah. I believe you had to only click the individual. To I, thought, I think only the individual is the free trial. Once you well, bundle, it's Okay, and then I mess, what messed me up is that you know that yeah, the Google Play. Like, the I don't want to pay through Google all the time because then you have to cancel the subscription through Google. So I was playing on my phone, and my phone's like, "Oh, you know, do you want to connect with this?" I'm like, "No, I just want to give you my card, make the free trial, cancel it an hour later, and then have the trial and know that I don't have to be charged for it." Like that's how I do it. If I want to know until I like it, you'll be hey, true. 
enjoy Disney Cor Plus. Corbin, you're gonna need yeah. it regardless. If you're gonna want to keep up on all the on all the Marvel I know, I know, I know. But and, the point being, you're, you're right. I don't know why you're not watching the Mandalorian like everyone else. John Wick in because space. I've only watched the first episode. I haven't gone past that. Because Titans is on. Have you guys been watching Titans? That's what I've been at. I have been watching Titans. I'm trying to catch up. Titans, this second season oh, has been good. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean to distract you. I wanted to hear your thoughts on Disney Plus, but I've actually loved delving into the late '90s stuff. I'm not gonna lie; like, I've been all up on that horrible Avengers United they stand, <laughs> and it is trash, but it's glorious. I get to experience that all over. Yeah, right, you're watching. I have the... to go buy a Fire Stick or something if I want to watch it on my TV. So, like, I have to watch it. Same thing with the the DC app. I have to watch it on my computer and. Uh, it's the little screen, and I have, your TV have, a, have a smart section. It does, but it does it like it bring it. It's got a web browser for it, and it brings it up, but it doesn't let you click on anything. Mm. It's just like the home page, and it says log in, and it's this big fucking tease when you go up to it and you click fucking uh, enter, and it fucking it doesn't do shit. Yeah, Mandalorian, 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 Mandalorian. You uh, mm -hmm. and we know somebody who needs to be out Black Friday shopping. Then, who? I just, you know what? I'm gonna go buy a fire stick and then I'm gonna oh. hack it, and then that's what I'm gonna do. I'm probably gonna be at that comic thing because that's what I do for Black Friday. So I'm cool. No, I'm kidding. What comic thing? Isn't uh something in Scottsdale? Um, you in a Fantastic World? Bam! That's what it is. I suck at names, but they're having I, like a big sale, and I was. Interested. I was. Shout out to those guys. I'm thinking about going out there too. All right, Kyle. Hey, hey, maybe. That's all I'm saying. I really want to. That's like a, this. I really want to do a live, uh, a live podcast from there. No, me today, man. Yeah, that'd be cool. Have you guys been there before to their shop? No. No, and I'm literally down the street from it at work. One of these days, I'm gonna go stop in. Yeah, you should just go. Probably, you know what, Wednesday. This Wednesday, I'm probably going to go. There you go. Make it be your new store. You can hit it on your way home from work. We're, yeah, actually, we're actually in the works of talking to a handful of different comic shop owners about doing live shows from comic shops on Friday nights. That's smart. That's cool as hell. What? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to be broke all the time. Be like, thank you, Sink. How much are those comics? Thank you, Sink. And how much are those? Yeah. It's going to be a mess. Wow, it's great. <laughs> It's Corbin. They open the front door for you so you can come in. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, I wouldn't mind. No. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. So, <laughs> speaking of Star Wars, what's all the hoopla been about this week about them? Uh, oh, you mean other than the fact that the person who's into charge of the entire division and Kathleen Kennedy has no fucking clue what she's doing or talking about? What a transition, Corbin. Yeah, nice transition, Corbin. Good job. There's no, I was there's saving no source, this. source material for Star Wars. I was saving this because of how, how angry it's made people. And Are you talking about the ending that got leaked? No, no. Oh, Kathleen, no, not Kennedy, even Kathleen no. Kennedy, the head of Lucasfilms, said that, that there's no extended Star Wars universe. It's not like they can pull from books or comics or anything like that for extended material. There's no source material to, to She's make been movies. saying that for, that for years. Yeah, they've because been saying that for years. But they've had how many years of content that they've I, archived I and they've led for 25 it's, years. It's really stupid, but they've been saying that for years. I mean, it's been like that for at least two years. Because I mean, when, when Disney took over, they said, all right, that those comics, those books, that's not that's not canon anymore. 
That anything, was in 2012. I will anything never Anything we that. write moving forward is canon. But they still have all the Vader stuff. They have all this stuff to pull for, but you know, it they don't have an they extended universe. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. I mean, they could have done the Yuzong Vong invasion and everything. I mean, that was a, a heavy storyline. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it was a lot of that was their storyline of like bringing in a whole new alien, like villainous species or or a threat for you know the Republic and wiping out some older characters like a Chewbacca. Um, like a um, Ooh, Chewbacca, and so like other older characters, legacy characters from Star Wars, to make way for the new ones, like a Jaina Solo and a Jason Solo, and other characters, and that was like a, lot of solo. a big thing. Yeah, it was a lot of solos. Solo, I mean, it was a lot. We can't and then it. Jason Solo became became Darth Cadus. I mean, there's a whole line of stories that were really, really good. Um, even married Jane, Luke Skywalker's wife, and how Jason Solo went and killed her. And that's like you can go into all sorts of directions that would if you're trying to move away from the Skywalker ties, maybe not. But even then, how many books, good, bad and indifferent have been made? How many video games, how many content tie ins? It's it's ridiculous. And I, I wonder who is I don't understand. I don't understand the leadership of the She's old of school. But old school and also naive. Like I get you, Brian, because I'm saying old school. You're right. Like going back to the roots. But then you're going to overlook. All of this, mind you, when Star Wars ended, I mean, it took up these independent creators to make a universe around the end. Because Return of the Jedi, oh, that's it. You should never care where good content comes from. You know what I mean? You should never care. If it's good content, it's good content. So I agree. I thought it was bullshit years ago when it was said that that shit wasn't content. Maybe the Clintons are a fan of Star Wars and they'll... They'll have her commit suicide so that they can have more source content. Brian, Brian, did you read that that article about the leaks? The leaks that came out. No, I don't want to. I'm worried. So everybody dies. It's good. I Don't read it. it. I read it, and I think that if give it away, give it away, give it away. I'm not going to give it away. Give it away. Give it away. I'm just gonna say give it away. Give it away. Give it away. If it ends the way the leaks say it ends. Shut up. This is the end of Star Wars. Don't don't water it down. Wait, can it be worse than than The Last Jedi, though? Like, let's be real. That movie was a cluster bomb. Yeah, if it ends the way that the leaks say it's going to end, this is going to be the end of Star Wars. What did they say? What did they say? I'm not ruining it for anybody. Who cares? Nobody cares. It's just the four of us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not falling. I love that that one. I love that one. (laughs) <laughs> Between you and your three people with you, like this is gonna work. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, they, they. I don't understand why they're bringing in Kevin Feige if they're gonna keep her in charge. Yeah, I agree 100. percent Well, why are they even talking about about Kevin Feige if, if she's still there? So my right. first thought was, didn't George Lucas personally hand over the keys to Kathleen? At the same time, why am I bringing up George Lucas and Disney's made it clear they have no interest in anything he says after that? So I'm kind of with you on that, but I'm thinking that her standing, um, as far as her place in the Star Wars transfer and everything to Disney, is what's keeping her there. Because she's already looked incompetent, in my opinion, for a couple of years. I'm sure we all agree on that. What? Well, I think, just... I, I think last... I think... What kind of- <laughs> Last Jedi made her look incompetent. You're you're absolutely Last, correct. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, that stupid shit they did with Princess Leia made it look incompetent. Space, you mean Space Poppins? Because that's yeah. what I call it. Space Poppins. Yeah, fucking, that was Space so Poppins. stupid. Space, I mean, look, she flew through the air like Space Poppins. 
Like Mary Poppins. Mm -hmm. Space Space Poppins, y'all. That's what I said in the theater. Like Space Poppins. I will continue to say that. The character assassination of Luke Skywalker. The the stupid blue milk. I mean, there are so many. The the, the force scene between, um, oh my God. uh, I don't even know. It was stupid. The 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 casino city that went nowhere that served as a lackluster plot device if it was even supposed to serve as that it was ridiculous that movie was ridiculous I walked away from that movie never been more mad before the at a movie death, I was the, the so death much. of Luke Skywalker the death what well, I mean, he probably is dead I mean but the point is like how do you like, he didn't even heroically he just died on a, on a rock let me tell you the number one reason how Star Wars fucked up. This Let's is hear. the number one reason how Star Wars fucked up. Give it to me. They made more they movies than four, five, and six. They, they didn't make Luke go evil, and they made him look like a pussy. You you would have wanted to make Luke go evil though. After what? Oh, yeah, that's the best Luke plot Skywalker. of Star Wars. A fucking Luke that went to got too close to the Force to the dark side, and it grabbed him, and, and he went past evil, and and it, him, him coming back, him coming that's back. Anakin. And they made Luke. What did Jar Jar Binks come in here? It needs to be dark, bro. It's got to be dark. Hey, are you guys? Did you play the video game, Matt? Yeah, I've been playing it. What'd you think? I I like it. It's fun. It's a lot of fun in the story. Really cool storyline. Yeah. Really cool storyline. You know, I gotta be honest. Like, I really look at. It's, it's a lot of the video games is more entertaining than the movies. The storyline in these the, the video games are better than the storyline in the fucking last two movies. That They're is, more compelling. That is true. Yes. Yeah, it's a shame, but it's it's the truth. I don't know. Star Wars is they have a lot riding on this movie, especially with the hiatus they're taking. I hope they're doing something right. I mean, even if this is the leak and something's going wrong, there's what another month? No, there's probably not. I don't even. There's the point week. I'm trying to say it's is like week. it comes out like a week before or a few days before Christmas. So about a month from now, right? Yeah, about a month. Yeah. So it's too late to probably make any severe alterations. They're not going to go Sonic the Hedgehog on us. The point being, let's just hope that it's saved as Star Wars fans in general, because otherwise they're not going to see it again for a long time. And they can also miss me with that um, Disney Plus stuff that I have to watch um, in in tune with the movies. Not talking about the Mandalorian. Because I don't even know what that is. I also doesn't know no it's, banking it's a show on, on Disney Plus, Corbin. I'm saying in terms of its importance, because there isn't any. Do you watch any DuckTales yet, dude? Woo! No, I haven't, but I plan on it. Also, I'm watching the Winnie the Pooh because I'm a sucker for that 1980s show. But I'm watching all the 1990s Marvel stuff. I've been really into that. Um, and then Endgame, and then Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, because that's my favorite Star Wars movie. That's all I've really touched so far. But honestly, I've been more on Hulu than the others to begin with because this is my first like foray into these types. Only subscription I had was Marvel Unlimited and DC Universe before last month. So I had Netflix <laughs> on and on and some others. So I had this is like all new to me, um, Hulu and everything. So I'm like a person just discovering. Oh my god, they have Saw. Oh my god, they have this. Oh my goodness, there's that. I wasn't into any of that beforehand. Very cool. Yeah. So, kind of sticking on the same topic, what do you guys think of uh, Alan Moore? The news coming out about Alan Moore thinking that the he's embarrassed by comic culture and superhero culture today, and he's that a gr- fucking idiot. Grown men shouldn't wear, be reading comics. He wouldn't be I, making much money if grown men didn't read comics. 
True that, first of all. So people need to check their ego at the door because they say that as if little children are buying your books. Like, dude, they could care less. And honestly, you're lucky we care about it, first of all. Second of all, I just think that Alan Moore is one of many um, senior comic creators who just become desensitized to their own work. And rather than, you know, put their work in proper context, they decide to um, jump on people who still support comics in the evolving way that it's become. Because when it was your work, when it was Swamp Thing, when it was Watchmen, it was all this stuff, you weren't saying too much. Now you come out the woodwork and you're coming up with all this talk. And I get it, I guess. Um, you know, you're in a, pl a different place now, but it, it doesn't make it any old. Yeah, exactly. he's but doing what every old man does. They bitter. start bitching. They, well, they're bitter, bitter always, old man. He's always had, as we know, a very political voice. And so it's just, he's- Smoke he's some just, weed, dude. Yeah, still trying right, to use huh? that. That, Pump your brakes, killer. Pump your brakes. Yeah. He's trying to use that crazy political nonsense to still drive him and make his name. So it, it just seems like he's stirring up that controversy just to try and get a little bit of attention made to him. Because then now he's coming out on Twitter saying, oh, I'm going to vote for the first time in 40-some years. And, and he's supposedly this anarchist, and now he's going to vote. And it's just – I think it's, it's to keep relevancy. Otherwise – he hasn't put any books out. If he's not creating his own bullshit, there's nobody talking about him. Yeah, but you know what also happens as you get old? You become more conservative, right? So I could see, like, not, 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 not necessarily, like, conservative right or left, but, like, you start, if you start thinking more along the lines of, like, okay, government or, you know, major fucking things like that. You start thinking about that stuff. So I... I like people probably called that years ago that he was going to come out and just be a bitter old man that now he wants to talk about. Like look at Clint Eastwood. Like Clint Eastwood's all fucking super political and shit now. So I don't know. But like Where did Corbin go. I don't know. He's having connection problems. Story of his life. Yeah. Go to both the donuts, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, if it's if it's not like, I'm why are you know him bitching about them making a series out of the Watchmen to the point where he says he put a curse on the the Watchmen showrunner and them remaking his comics with before Watchmen about the Minutemen or the the making the animated I heard killing, is. killing joke movies like girlfriend. It's just like it literally seems like he comes out to bitch just to keep relevancy. In, a, in an industry that he's he said he wants he said he's retired from. So he's just bitching to bitch because he's an old man. Yeah, that's what right. it is. Basically, I refuse to do that. I won't do that. I he's saying refuse. that you you two nerds, you two old men are just nothing but giant fucking nerds because all you do is read comics and collect and sell them online. You know what? I'm going to tell um, more something right now. Motherfucker, I'm getting back into basketball cards, so fuck you. <laughs> In your fucking face, <laughs> Mr. Watchman. Nasty, you know, nerds. It's only going to be embarrassing nerds that collect basketball cards. <sighs> fuck, I was going back through a bunch of my basketball cards today. It's crazy, dude. Like found some of my, my Michael Jordans and my David Robinsons and my fucking... Dude, and I'm just looking at some of these cards, man, and going, fuck. Oh, man, I remember when this was badass fucking, dude, yeah, Reggie was... Miller. Fuck yeah, Reggie Miller, man, with the fucking three-point. He'd stick his leg out so that he'd get the fucking foul and have to shoot it. Oh, dude, 
<laughs> I was going through all these cards and like you know like my Steve Nash rookie and my fucking dude it's fucking dude I was. Oh, wait, we're we got a whole stack. Losing viewers because nobody wants to hear you talk about sports. We're not losing viewers. What are you talking about? <laughs> nobody wants to hear you run your mouth about sports. I guarantee fucking 85% of these people yeah, here fucking know like, exactly what I'm talking like about. Like the Chad just said, what's a basketball? Man. I've been opening these. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Where do you get those at? I bought them on fucking online. Oh, it's, dude. Yeah, there's this uh, website that's having all these November, Black November deals, man. And I kind of went crazy and I bought like 30 packs of Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, my God. Send me a link to that. I want Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah. Or did you buy them all? No, there's probably still a little more there. It's crazy, dude, right? Like, dude, Michael, break out your basketball shit. Watch our fucking. I'll be on with fucking Brian and Dino from Flipside. Probably what Sunday? Yeah, we're doing another card opening. You guys, yeah. uh, yep. You guys fucking come and join us, man. Come yeah. break cards with us, man. It'll be awesome, dude. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy, man. Dino's got a box of like a thousand cards he's gonna open. Are you fucking serious? And Dino's one of those guys that shows you every single one. You're like, dude, come on, man. I don't want to sit here and watch you fucking name name guys off of fucking. But Did you just, I, well, I, I don't know. know. I'll text you later and I'll show you the cards I pulled that I, I didn't even remember having. The crazy thing about it is it's just that pull that's pulling me about collecting. You know what I mean? Like, and, and not only that, being able to make money off of it. Like, I, it's that feeling I had five years ago when comic where comic was like comic collecting was amazing five years ago it just feels burnt right now it feels really burnt i mean the stories are good and stuff basketball cards yeah so like i'm just trying to find something that can you know maybe i can make some money off we're doing it yeah like podcasts and and collecting man whatever's gonna make you happy oh man smoke some weed so that's how i'm going out this weekend so i can find Boxes of cards so we can open them. My wife is stoked. Think of where have you have you been to a honey hole lately for comics? No. When's the last time you went to a honey hole for comics? I haven't. It's been a while. Last Matt, Friday, we, or last Saturday, or Sunday at uh, Old Man Con, or two Sundays ago. That wasn't a honey hole, bro. That was those, a honey hole. Were, those were so expensive, dude. That was a fucking take your money, rip you off hole. No way. Dude, it had. I mean, I'll shut out. Grand for a fucking Wolverine, uh, for a first appearance of Wolverine. What the fuck? I'll tell you right now that Old Man Con, the vengeance that they had, they came with their A game. Hey, you, you want to see big boy books? You, you guys want to be fucking comic book collectors? Here's our big boy books. Blah on the fucking wall. You're like, yeah. You got to wear sweatpants and stuff because you're fucking. Fill in the cup because Jesus Christ, I can I I can't afford any of these books in here. But, but maybe if you told me everyone was bringing their A game, maybe next year I'll start saving my pennies so I might be able to get something. Did you guys see anybody buying anything? Oh yeah, people were buying. I saw one dude, man. He bought. He remember he bust out a blank cashier's check. Yeah, we watched <laughs> a dude walk in with a blank cashier's check and just go ham. 
There were people in there wheeling and dealing. Steven was in there making trades. Yeah, people were trading. People were it was it was pretty cool. It was it just I I hope next year it's in a little bit bigger of a place so there's just a little bit of room to walk around. Cause it was just it was hard to really look at stuff. But other than that, it was fucking it was dude, it, it was just like eye candy central. Okay. Like if you wanted a big book, it was fucking in your face, yeah. smacking you back and forth. But it, I mean, it, was, it was Scottsdale. You saw all the rich people in, with Teslas and fucking Porsches and Ferraris pulling in and dudes coming in in Gucci and and shit with blank checks, ready, big fat wallets, ready to drop some dime, man. Yeah, I left mine in the car along with my 30000 I don't have money, so I was just one of the poor people there. I end up walking in there with 40 bucks thinking I'd make a killing. Um, <laughs> I got killed all right. I got killed all right. I'll tell you that much. That's what I'm talking about. Like I, the, the, the funnest thing for me in the world is finding a bunch of dollar boxes, man. <laughs> There's nothing better than finding a bunch of dollar boxes. I want to go to a con and see a fuckload of dollar boxes. That's what I want to see. I want to see stuff that I can enjoy spending money on. And yeah. A lot of shit. I don't want to spend... Like, I wish we could find something like how John was, where he bought collections, he didn't tell, he didn't know what he had, he just brought it in, as we were pulling shit out, it was the first time that anybody was seeing it come out of those boxes. Mm -hmm. That was so much fun, because you, you knew, you prayed and hoped that the boxes you were standing in front of had badass shit in it, because if it didn't, you were fucked, and you weren't getting... You were going to be missing out because you knew that the two boxes down, someone's going to be pulling something badass out. And you're like, fuck, I should have stood in front of that box. That, <laughs> that, that was the cool thing about like that honey hole of John was, and you know, and you know, just like the one time we went to that one uh, yard sale where they're like, the dude, his comic books, he wanted a fucking fortune for. But his wife's comics he sold to us for like next to Pennies nothing. on the dollar, yeah. And it was a badass collection. And th that's that's what I miss about collecting comics. Is yeah. that thrill of like randomness. You're just like, holy fuck, I can't believe I got this deal in the wild and I didn't have to go to eBay for it. That yep. sense of discovery. Yeah. It's just it's there. It's just uh -huh. not there anymore because everybody is so in tune to it now and everybody's trying to make as much money as they can off of it. Mm -hmm. And it, the fun of being able to go and just search through something and find something decent for a good price is as readily available as it used to be. That's yeah. true. I will say shout out to Greg's Comics. I'm saying this only because I was looking very hard for Wizard Magazines there because, you know, I thought people were throwing away and you'd find them a dime a dozen, right? And I found a couple. I bought one for 10, and they had a first edition for, like, 40. And I didn't go for that because I didn't have the money. But, like, basically, just it's good to have relationships with your own comic stores because he came in a collection of a couple, and I got a bunch for, like, a dollar a piece, and that was really cool. But, again, I'm saying that to say great relationship with comic dealers. But to go back to the store, I mean, it was I enjoyed meeting, like, being with you guys. Like, I think the fun of it was, like, me used to come even though I came all late and everything. That was the story of my day that day. But, like, you're right. Like, going there and you finding – Okay. All right, Matt. Low blows, man. Low blows. No. Wait, but but... That, isn't, that a, isn't that a good thing? Yeah, yeah right? 
coming in late. You're giving him shit about being fucking awesome or what? Well, I mean, okay, so I guess it is a good thing. I gave him like a compliment. Fun. He didn't take it that way. I, no, you said yeah, it like it was a negative. You did not give it to him. Yeah, as yeah, you tried to fucking. even worse that you exactly. tried to. Matt's like, like this. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no, I, I would 100%. You tried to do to the I would have called you out on it. And now you're doing the back. Uh, no, I 100% gave it to him as a compliment because you gave him a dig earlier about being an, a, a one-minute man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about you both kind of dug at me, okay? How about that? Because that felt, that felt so enough. I meant I came in late, like, hanging out people. Like, for me, it's as much about finding comics as it is about, like, the people you're finding it with. I got to go on my own and scope and look for books and everything. But I'm having conversations about a key issue or talking about something with other creators. Like, that is fun. That's exciting to me. So that's my personal goal. I'm not going there to collect yet. I, don't, I mean, I'm starting all brand new. For me, it's just about finding good books that I like at decent prices with fun people. Like, that was an awesome thing about goals. Jesse James comics. Chad, Chad has a great comment. He says, uh, comics and action figure collecting today is like trying to find a good girlfriend in a strip club. Oh, my God, Chad. <laughs> what you a are... great fucking comment. Holy shit. Boom. That should be a shirt. You're a wise yes. man, Chad. Wise dude. Like, yes, that is perfect. That's the yes. dude I saw hand his number to the super hot chick at the Todd McFarlane event. Right? Like, nothing. He's like, hey, check it out. Give me a call if you want to hang out. Like, <laughs> so props to Chad, man. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> my question is this. Do you think it will go back to those times when it was fun to kind of go to a comic store for that or go to, you know, an old-fashioned Comic-Con in the sense of, like, I'm here to find good finds, not spend boatloads of money nope. on uh, Amazing Fantasy 15 or something. Nope. No, because the, the that time's over. flipping market has made that almost virtually impossible. Such a shame, man. The flipping market is so, f like, it's it's fickle, man. You know what I mean? It's really fickle. It's it's so volatile that you could buy something that one day that's worth a ton of money, and two days later it's not worth shit. It's really fickle, man. I mean, there's going to be a correction, but I don't think it's going to be enough that we're you're, you're finding these honey holes like you used to, because everybody now is always going to be, but like people are hiring people to go through their books so that they don't miss anything. Well, and you've got people like no, you know, Bird City Comics out there, and Pete, and all these people that do Facebook auctions. There's, there's no need for the to set up at a, a old school VFW or, you know, uh, um, where you know rec center or anything like that anymore because they just sell them online or they find people to sell them online for them. I think that's awesome, personally. I think because. Not only can I not find this book locally here because I've looked, now I have the option of getting it for a different price, not going to Phoebe, but actually going on to these comic sites and actually getting things for a decent price. Or you, you know, you get the random asshole who wants to bid you up, but that's you know when to stop though. If you've done your homework, yeah, and you know what you want to pay for your book, and you know what a book is worth, you know when to stop. Yeah, but then you watch, like, we sit here all the time and watch all these people that don't know when to stop and they're paying triple, quadruple the fair market value for a, a, a stupid book that's not even really a key. It's a, it, hey, money is only the cost. The book is only what you want to pay for it. So if you that's want to true. pay triple for it, 
I'm not going to be there to stop you. But that's that's why I don't think it. Everybody's done it. No, yeah, I don't think it's going to be. There, I don't think you're going to go back to the days of finding good deals at Comic Cons or anything like that. So in that case, my second question to that, like in this comic industry kind of question, would be like, what keeps it fun? What keeps it exciting? Is it those old diehard comic guys who know what it was like? Your friends that you go and do stuff with. So it's, it's the camaraderie of the community. Kyle's it was, absolutely it, right. It's like when we went yeah. to the Todd McFarlane signing. It was it was so much fun because of everybody we were hanging out with. Old Man Con, it was awesome because we were just all hanging out. You know, it was us and it was the the awesome dudes from Grizzled Geek and we and Chad and we were just hanging out and having a good time. That was true. So we hung out, we had a good time, we looked at comic books, we talked about comic books, we went and had lunch, we kept talking about comic books. That's what the fun is. Okay. And you think moving forward, that's what it's gonna have to be because of this just shrink in terms of affordability and fines in comics. Yeah, that that's that's what the fun is. Even if you know you're going there and you're not gonna find anything. But you're going there to hang out, kind of like why you co- why everybody comes here every Friday. We come here to have fun, to fuck around, to talk shit, to talk about something that we all enjoy together. That's what it's about. Gotcha, definitely. And if it's, that's not what you're doing it for, then what are you doing it for? Then what are you doing it for? Amen. Yeah, just like might. just like the basketball cards, like. I had such a like, like I felt like I was ten years old again. <laughs> when I, you know, like I was just old enough to walk by myself to the, um, to the card store that was like, you know, like three quarters of a mile from my house. Yeah, that strip mall, and you know, you would walk all the way down there and you'd buy cards from the dickhead card shop owner. Yeah, cards and the fun of opening up to see what you're gonna get. When a couple of weeks ago, when it was me, you, and Dino from Flipside doing it, that that was the exact same feeling that I had. We were sitting there, and and you and Dino were watching, and we were talking, and like we were all, "What is he gonna have? What's it gonna have?" Oh man, it's the it's the curse of getting the same guy, just like when we were kids. Yeah. Fuck, it's it's fucking. You know it's what I mean? Gambling. Like, it's gambling, bro. Yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? Just like you know, like I. You open it up and you're like, "Fuck another Cotton Fix Simmons book card." God damn it! I keep getting the Suns coach. Fuck, you know what I mean? And you're just like, "No." And then you get that Michael Jordan card and you're like, "Blah blah 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 blah," and it's fucking cool. Just like, just like we were doing it, we were getting the Zion card. We're like, "Fucking Zion Prism card." It's that feeling that makes it awesome, and it's that same feeling with hanging out looking for comic books. It's that same. Yeah pulling that cool book out while you're looking with your friends yeah it's that's what it is i like that the love of it all it's just it's just it's a good time because what's the point of doing it all if you don't have a good time doing it there's fucking no purpose to it you know there's there's good stores out there that do get um you know a uh, back stock that rolls through there and that hap- that still happens. It just doesn't happen uh, as much as it used to, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe I just because I'm not out there searching for it, you know? I think what I think it might be out there, but what I think is in the Arizona market, the Phoenix market, the, the Valley market is 
it's so tight here with so many people doing it that there's nowhere to really go to get it because they've gone through it. They've they've already found out what's good and it's already up for sale. There's no discovery. They've ravaged it for everything it's worth and now you are left with whatever's left. Yeah. And that discovery is gone because it's already been found while they were making it. Like it wasn't like, oh, here's the random collection. What do I have? Let's find it together. It's here's a collection I've already curated. Boom. There it is. Here's the price. So, yeah. Like, I mean, even like, you know, like Brian and I used to, we, it was constant. We were constantly sending links to each other and calling people and meeting people in parking lots for, for collections. And now it's just like, you don't see that as much anymore. You don't see those collections for sale as much anymore. You don't see that stuff. And it's, I think it's just because people have figured out that, you know what, I can sell these individually and I can make money. I don't want to sell my whole, I'll just sell the stuff that I want. Yep. I think that's kind of what's happened. It's just, it's just at this peak right now of, of selling where everybody's, everybody's into it and everybody knows what things are worth right now. And I'm not saying I'm not trying to get a $500 book for a dollar. I'm just saying there was that, that joy of going through and finding cool stuff. Like and finding a $15 book for a dollar. Yeah. You know, just like going $30 through a book for a dollar. Like when I got that, uh, X-Men book from Jesse, you know, like I found it in the collection and me and you were like, Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Hey, I found these books, Jesse. Like just to say, hey, you you might want to pull these out. He's like thirty bucks, and I was like, what? <laughs> sure, like, huh? I keep it. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it, it's cool. I'll totally take it. You know, and I was just like, you know, what I mean, it's it's. I mean, it still happens. Like, I'll still give shout outs to Jesse James because he's given me some of my most badass books that I have today for an awesome price. I mean, it, it's still out there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just harder to do. It's just harder. And the spec game's totally different with the, the, the movies that are coming out and all that craziness. I mean, like, it's hard to make money off movies like The Joker, right? The Joker movie was really good, but it's not going to drive the spec game like, say, the Avengers would. So. Yeah, there's nothing there to drive it. Yeah. It's just such a dark movie. So, but that's what I mean. Like the spec game has changed. It's really changed. It's different. Wow. Speaking of Joker. Transition time. Matt. What's up? Yeah, I don't know. I think that they're teasing us with that fucking, that part two thing. They better not. It's not worthy of one. It is. It was a good movie. It was a great one shot. It definitely Stop. was worthy of one. Thank you. I I, I agree with Corbin. Like, it, thank you, Kyle. There's nothing you can really do after no. the only thing that can be done with Joker is so like spoiler alert is uh, <laughs> the guy who killed um, Bruce Wayne's parents in the alley takes the mantle of Joker. And he takes the essence of Joker and makes it his. That's the only thing that they could do because fucking Joaquin Joker is fucking, he's locked up. So, so unless unless he breaks out of a fucking, of, of their 
but other than that, because that's that stopped the Joker before from breaking out of Arkham Asylum. He's never this done that. This isn't that Joker. This is some random dude. It's not that. Like I don't think you. Can, I think the, the whole Joker in the Joker movie movie is a pansy ass. He's no, not breaking yeah. out. The guy's a no, pansy ass. No. I'm tired of people. We gotta hold him accountable. When this movie came out, it was not a combo movie. It wasn't a combo movie. With all these records, all of a sudden it's in a combo movie. Now, it's oh, do another movie to build this. Movie. Exactly, exactly. No, you didn't want that. Stick to your guns on that. How's you can't make a, a universe movie? on a movie how, how that wasn't a combo, a combo movie. movie. You asked Todd Phillips. That's what he said. You asked the guy who directed the movie. You asked the guy who directed the movie. I don't because care about the guy who directed the movie. No, well, I'm sorry. You should because he wrote it and he directed it. It's a combo character. You're a podcast host. He made the movie. You don't know more hey, about the movie than the guy who made the movie. It's a, it's, a, it's about a comic book character, is it not? No, no. It's about a comic book oh, character. It's not, it's not, not about a comic book character. He said oh, it's I not, guess dude. I what I'm talking about then. I, I don't think you do movie. in this case. He, Listen. He Listen. said it's not a comic movie. Okay, so there you go. So it, now you can't dip into that well and make it what you said it wasn't. Because guess what? If you go back into it again, you've already done the crazy character. Well, I don't want to say crazy person. It was a character study into an interesting individual. Which you've done, his his his, his entrance into his entering into a life of crime, whatever ensues from that. You had some nice Easter eggs into comic book things. We very clear to stress YouTube, that it was not a comic book movie. Where you two make this disconnect is that it's about his we? rise. Yes, you. It's about his rise. He may be a pansy ass now, but that's that's what he went through to become this character. When that when that fucking light snapped, he wasn't really a pansy ass anymore, was he? When he finally became full Joker. He no, wasn't he was really that much of a joker. He wasn't a joker. I can tell you right now exactly how a sequel to this movie works. Uh, let's hear and it, director And it's going to make a fucking fantastic amount of money. You, do, you do it from his point of view with Batman. You, you don't have to really show Batman that much in that movie. Oh, trust me. He would say it's not a Batman movie until it is a Batman movie. <laughs> until it makes a billion dollars, then it's a Batman movie. And then movie. all of a sudden, it's it the highest grossing Batman it's movie still, of all time. When it's called genre, it is still considered a call. comic book movie because it is based off a comic book character. Okay, I do not see the official dif dictionary definition for this. I see what you're saying, Matt, but I do not want to give this guy any slack for this because we had to deal with this for months leading up into it. Oh, it's the Joker. Oh, no, it's not based off any canonical work or anything. Oh, it's the Joker. Oh, it's not based off a combo movie. Then you get all the great praise. Then you get all the records. And then all of a sudden, you want to slip that combo movie label back on it. But that's not how this works. Because there's already a certain classification of combo movies. There's already some heat that they're taking for that. You're not going to put the Joker as, oh, look at this combo movie that's mature and sophisticated. Because the director already said that it wasn't that. So it's like, pick a side. Take a stance. And stay with it. If he had said it before and rigging a different take, you know what I say? Like almost like DC and Black Label, like the comics. Like, yeah, it's a comic, but it's a darker, deeper, like more sophisticated take. You know what I say to that? I say, great. I say, okay, I like this. This is showing that you can do a comic book movie in a way that does not go traditional norm. As soon as he said it's not that, boom, it's in a totally different window. So you have your combo movies and you have Joker. Now he's trying to sneak back into this little circle because it looks good for him. <laughs> and that's bull. I dropped the mic. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm very heated <laughs> about that. I don't understand it. I just don't understand. No, you're you're in the. You, but you get your insight. You're in the. You're in the minority here, saying that you don't want a sequel of it. The, the <laughs> majority of the yeah. people like that movie, and it's gonna make a sequel. It, they literally had no budget. I'm it was a low budget movie. See, and it made a billion Joker, dollars. It needs to have a sequel. It's, it's gonna be another one. It's a comic book movie. It's called The Joker. It's by DC. 
God damn it, it says DC. Wow, okay. you're you're an idiot if okay. you make a billion dollar movie and you don't make a sequel to it. No, you're not an idiot. You did one yeah. movie and you're you got it while you were ahead. You made yeah. money. It's not, all these you're movies are turning into cash cows. And all these movies are turning to franchises and connected universes. Nobody can you hear made a either good of you movie. talking each other. Congratulations. We weren't going to make a sequel at all. There's going to be no sequel. This is a standalone Joker movie. Oh, wait. What do you mean? They made a billion dollars? Thank you. Hey, we're going to make you. a sequel to the Joker. Thank you. We're going to show this whole universe yeah, that you never people, asked for because you said it was only make, one movie. People can't change their mind, right? Uh, Not in this scope, no. If, it's okay? if you no. make a movie and you sit here and say, How about you keep I your mouth shut until the movie comes out? I won't make a sequel. Your movie makes a billion dollars, and the studio comes to you and goes, "Listen, we'll give you two billion dollars to make a fucking sequel. What are you gonna do? Oh, You're gonna be like, oh, no. like, like you talking about like the Jurassic Park and Lost it's, World? No it's one's just, doing that one. Hey, it's just a hypothetical. You're gonna you're gonna tell them no. So both of you standing on your moral high ground are gonna say that. Oh well, if you made a movie that made a billion dollars and a studio came to you offering you a shit ton of money to make a sequel, you're gonna say no. You say yes, more sir. high ground and hypothetical. Sir. Sir. No, Those no. don't match. Secondly, 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 do you remember Michael Crichton? Right. right? Remember Michael Crichton with Jurassic Park? I can't right? hear you he over did? Corbin screaming. In All my right. Ear. Do you remember Michael Crichton with Jurassic Park? It's just me talking now. Can you hear that, Matt? You good? Yeah. All right. Now, he did Jurassic Park. He made the book. They came, they made the movie. They came to him to make a sequel. He didn't want to. So, what did he do? He made the book and then he made the movie. And that's how that works. I see what you're saying in that scope. But here is the thing. Here's what I'm trying to stress to you. I get it. You don't have to say anything. You make the movie, you see how it goes, then you do this. Todd Phillips tried to build on this aura of, oh, this is not a combo movie. Oh, it's a one thing standalone. And then the money came in and money talks. You're right. It does. And now you're going, oh, wait, let me walk back everything I said. That makes you look like a hypocritical jerk. And you have the mindless sheep who are like, oh, my God, it was such a good movie. I'm really interested in this whole universe. When they were but, all like, oh, it's edgy, let's, cool. Let's clear it's not this. a combo movie. Let's clear this it's going to be a one shot. Let's clear this, too. Todd Phillips hasn't said shit yet. He, he said not, enough. He, he said has enough. not said a word yet. He, he said not enough said about it not being a combo movie. I can show you the links. He has not said a word yet about a sequel. Okay, good, because there's not going to be one, right? He has not said a word. I'm not saying that. He has not said a word yet. About what, a what are you saying? There Matt? is what a saying? there is a an internet organization called We Got This Covered that you no, know. No, they don't got shit covered, dog. They're the ones that started this, the rumor. They don't believe that. That's bull. <laughs> That's bull. You know what they said? Got covered. They couldn't cover my butt with some tissue. So, yeah, and everyone started picking it up. So, okay, this movie will have a sequel. Because Dude. it made a billion dollars. Dude, no, 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 no. It's not. I want to. No, it's not, bro. I'm sorry, dog. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But I'm telling you, it doesn't have to be. You can make a stand. Do you want to make another bit about this? That there, that there will be a sequel. I mean, I'll I'm already one for. I'm already I'll, one for one. I'll do it live. What you, what you want to name it? Right I mean, here. You can't take it back I live. Still, I still haven't heard you say that Absolute Geek is the best podcast in the world on Frank's show. Because I haven't been on Frank's show since we made the bet. So. <laughs> But I just say, if if you think there's not going to be a sequel to this, it's just being naive, dude. Like I understand no, you okay. like no, the film, I but... don't think it is. I don't okay, think it okay, is. Look, look, this is what Todd Phillips said within the last twelve hours about a Joker sequel. Are you ready? He said, "Here's the real truth about a sequel." While Joaquin and I have talked about it. And while touring the world with Warner Brothers execs, going to Toronto, Venice, and other places, of course, we're sitting at dinner and they're saying, so have you thought about it? 
But talking about contracts, there's no contracts for us to even write a sequel. We've never approached Joaquin to be in a sequel. Will that happen? Again, I think the article was anticipatory, anticipatory at best. Boom. Also, Chad made a great point saying that if they do do a sequel, it'll be better with a no-name actor. So take now you're trying to start up, fire up another. Yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me, I'm not here to argue. I don't want to argue, but like I just don't understand fire all of these. All <laughs> there, and there we go. I just don't understand this. No, there will not be Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh my gosh! Sequel. 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 <laughs> no name actor. No name actor. Great success. Okay. That's no one thing, Catherine Kennedy. No Think about this. Think no about this. Before Kathleen Kennedy, Mark Hamill. Oh my God! Before <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy was even involved with Star Wars, did anyone know who she was? No. Star Wars comes, and now she's like right up there with Daisy. I'm telling Ridley. you. I'm telling you. If Joaquin <laughs> and Market right here, Mar- fucking take note right here. November twenty second, twenty nineteen. If let's hear it. Joaquin Phoenix wins an Oscar for Best Actor for that movie, there's a fucking sequel. You can write it. it. It's going to print its own money. I can't wait till he doesn't win it because he shouldn't. It was a very good movie. He absolutely he did a very should. good performance. He absolutely should. His performance People were saying that before it came out. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. I'm with you. Okay, Matt. You're right. You're right. You, you might You're not right. like the movie, but there's. I'd rather, I, I would rather give Joaquin that to Robert Downey Jr. Than, Ro- than Joaquin Phoenix. What? I'd give it to Robert Downey Jr. For what? Three words I am Iron Man. Boom. I am Iron Man. <laughs> No. God. No. More character in those three lines than Joaquin oh, Phoenix the entire movie. You're fucking are you I'm, smoking I'm being... whatever Brian was just fucking lighting up. <laughs> I'm being a troll right now. I will admit that. I think, I think you're getting contact. I also don't think you should get an Oscar for chat he, <laughs> he did a good job. He did a very good job in a movie that has been a little bit overrated, in my opinion. Overblown. It's a it's a fine film. Yeah, it's a great character fun. study. Um, this whole thing about sequels and everything else, like Venom's getting a sequel. That's stupid. What, Kyle? The character study. That's stupid. Well, I'm saying that's the best I can describe it. Otherwise, what is it? It's not an action movie. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not a slow burner because it doesn't come up with anything. It's a like, DC movie about the Joker. Is no. That's some bullshit. It's a DC it's movie a, about a about a guy it's who's a DC Joker about the. Wait, what? Joker. All I'm saying is this. If that book was made into a comic, if that movie was made into a comic, I wouldn't have read the book. It's not about... It's not based on a comic. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. Standalone movie about a guy who society turns him crazy. Oh, what? It's made this much money? No, it's definitely the DC lore. In fact, we can expand upon this. We can expand upon this. What do you think the Joker is if not... A criminal who turned to a vat of accident, turned mad, and became Batman's arch enemies because he needed Batman to be who he was. That's what I think the Joker is. That's been establishing canon for 80 years. Look at any of the original ones. Look back at the first introduction of him in 1941. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Look, comic barbarian. Do, Do you know how many different origin stories the Joker has? Yeah, he only has one that sticks. Every writer that tries to go on to Batman tries to go and put their own spin on it. There is one that sticks. And you know what? It's that old disgruntled Alan Moore. That's it. I mean, think about it. Think about it. Really, really think about it. Everyone has one. There's like five or six iterations. 
that of, of the Joker in his creation. Some that make him to be perfectly normal DC and crazy. You have Frank least, Miller's iteration. It's you have the canon that there's at least three different Jokers. So oh how can you give gosh. me an origin story and, and say this is the definitive There is Joker one definitive Joker. one that is accepted. That is the one by Alan Moore in 1987, The Killing Joke. That is the one. That is the one. Just like the definitive Batman started, I want to say, with the 1985 and 1986 Batman The Dark Knight Returns. That type of dark brooding, serious Batman. That's so what I'm yeah, saying let's, there. Let's totally just wipe away everything Bill Finger and Bob Kane did. They, they made the character. Batman you can't wipe them away. Didn't start there. You can't wipe away Bill Finger and Bob Kane anymore than you can wipe away what Neil Adams did Batman to Batman in the 670s. There, you, know, you can't. I'm he, saying Batman that the modern iteration, the modern iteration, the modern iteration, the modern iteration, the Dark Knight Returns started Batman. You heard it here first. Mark it down, everyone. All just, right, we're up there with the Joker getting a trilogy, okay? Because yeah, Matt Knight, says if it makes if it's gonna be that much money, you have to make another movie. It can't just be one solid movie. Now you're now you're throwing it to trilogies, like I'm making. I'm, I'm exaggerating your original point, Doug. They're not making another movie, and they shouldn't. It's been fine. They did good. Now to go back to my Batman point, I spoke out of turn, okay? Yeah, raise spoke your out hand. of turn. <laughs> <A little> punk. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is I don't hey, get it. Corbin, I just don't get it. Corbin. Little Mac said Neil More Adams joke. is the real Batman. I think yeah. he's close. I think you're close, Little Mac, but I don't know. I think you have to take in the 80s and 90s to really get Batman. I think the 70s and Neil Adams did a great job of restoring Batman to the creature of the night that he was and not the campy 60s Batman that we're having stories of him fighting aliens and having to change into rainbow outfits and fighting as a bat baby. I do think Neil Adams definitely changed the entire culture of Batman there. But I look at the 80s and I look at what was done with Frank Miller as far as making it more of a darker story, even though Neil Adams paved the way with that with his 70s stories. You give, Neil, you give Frank Miller a lot of credit for Nope, Batman I just give him credit for one book. I mean, that one book. Come on now. Come on now. The you should. I don't think people give trash. it up. No. And notice I didn't mention the rest of his Batman books. I only mentioned one. He, only, uh, he had stopped with just one, just like I'm – there you go. You just nailed it. Thank you, Matt. If if Todd Phillips, you just the proved Frank Miller, point. No, your no. face. But let's say that let's say the Joker movie is as good as everyone's saying, right? And just for that, Todd Phillips can do just what Frank Miller did. You made the Batman Dark Knight Returns. It was a I'll definitive a groundbreaking book, and you stop. That's it. You stop because ever since Frank Miller's gone back into that well, the waters have become more and more sour. Okay, it's been the Dark Knight Strikes Again. It's been the Dark Knight Master Race. Now he's coming up with another one. Oh, he came up with the Dark Knight: The Last Crusade, and each one has been crap. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even mention All-Star Batman and Robin. Just do one good piece of art, get all the acclaim and attention it deserves, it and be a Batman's end. character study. Not everything has to be a cash cow. But it does, because you're in that industry, so money talks. Money can talk, you can do a different character. Money can talk, you can do a different interpretation. Money doesn't mean to build on something that did so well. Kyle, you are being a troll to me. <laughs> Kyle's what? being a troll to everyone. That's true. He just wants to go open his basketball card to flip side. So Chad and Slayer say West is and always was Batman. Um, Michael Stout, you too? Guys, come on. You got to understand, when it comes to Batman, you're going to get Adam West is the mayor of Quahawk. No, That's it. See, that you're going to get that with, with general, right? depending Joker on where you grew up. Whatever, depending on where you grew up or, or what era you grew up in, you're going to have a different Batman. Just no. like there, Yes, he will. There's, there are Batman's Adam West. My Death, Batman, Taxes, and West. Kevin Conroy. My Batman. Death, <laughs> Taxes, and Kevin Conroy. Christian Bale. I yeah. am. My Batman's not. Michael Keaton. I am Batman. Bam. That's it. Woo. Done. Chills. Michael Keaton. 
I'm Batman. Christian Bale. Beetlejuice, I'm Batman. Well, Michael Keaton. Yeah, nobody Although, went to the Marvel poster, huh? Joker by Gaslight. Tim, why do you do this, Tim? Why do you do this? The Gaslight jokes are done. Stop gaslighting me, okay, bro? Anyways. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I see what you're saying, but I I'm, I, I also think that... And okay, here's, here's a counterpoint. You were saying that the Batman that we kind of grew up is based off the product of the, our generation at the time. So 60s Adam West, 70s, I would say, what, Super Friends, My 80s... is only with when it comes to the live-action version. That's... But do you think so? I mean, there's one Batman, like Michael Keaton is always Batman 89. Christian Bale did an amazing job. It's always going to be 1990. You're not going to have some people that were born in 2013 go, oh, you know what's the real Batman? Let me tell you. Um, What's his face? Ben Affleck. Like, that's not a Batman that's going to be like, we're going to look back in 10 years and go, that was this kid's generation of Batman. Like, we're going to look at Val Kilmer or George Clooney. Well, George Clooney, but in infamy. You know what I mean? Bat nipples. Bat nipples. Chad, Chad said Mike, Mark Hamill is the Joker. There you go. He's not, though, but... If- Mark Hamill is. Who else is it? Cesar Romero? Yeah. Jack, Nich- Jack Nicholas? Jack Nicholson? Yeah. Cesar I always Romero. get those two mixed up. Yes, the golfer. Real quick. <laughs> Who, it? Who's the golfer? Jack Nicholas is the golfer. There we go. Jack Nicholson. I always forget those two. You see, he's not my generation Joker. They look we're gonna so go much by that alike. They do? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just because you can't tell white people apart. Okay. Okay, Kyle. Okay. I didn't say all that. All right. I said it for you. I know you and Matt are different. One's grumpy and one's damn right we are. No, I, I don't know. I just yeah. okay. So Matt was saying yeah. you don't think Mark right. Hamill. Oh my god, <laughs> you don't think Mark Hamill is the best Joker? Heath Ledger is not. No. Oh my god, I can't do this today. We all look alike. Mark Hamill is the best Joker voice, but if you want to go on portrayal, I think it's it's going to be between if if. Honestly, oh, I want to hear this from you, fanboy. Joker fanboy. Matt, woo! Heath Ledger or Joaquin woo! Phoenix? Let's hear it, because you've been Fair. talking to crud on both of them. Let's hear it. I think they're two different portrayals, but I liked Joaquin Who's... Phoenix's more. Yuck. Because Joaquin Phoenix did more. You, you, can't, you, can't, you can't really compare the two, because well, they no, did you two different things underwear. with this character. Joaquin was, Joaquin was tasked with getting the character from an origin story to becoming the Joker, to where... You know, I like Joaquin and his whiny tighties. <laughs> to where Heath Ledger was given the Joker and says, here's what we know about the character, work within this realm. It, and they're both worthy of Oscars, I think. They're both fantastic performances, but... You were just hoping his wang flipped out of his whiny tighties, whatever. When he did the dance and the gun fell, he was hoping something different fell. I think you're a little bit... Yeah. I think there's, there's something wrong with you, Kyle. Why? Because you're worried about seeing people's wangs and shit. <laughs> Tell me you don't want to see Joaquin Phoenix's wang. I'll Fall out of his whitey tighties as he's as he's character studying the Joker. Tim asked, how dare you guys forget Jared Leto? I put Jared Leto over Joaquin Phoenix personally. You're out of your dude, you just got a bias, dude. You've just got a bias and it's, it's Damn ridiculous. It. Just like you, just like you did Gotham by Gaslight is a fantastic book. Like it is. We're not going there again. The whole the, the writer even told you it's a shitty book. He said, "Okay, listen, listen." That's what I thought. Okay, listen, listen, listen. He said that it was a throwaway book that he put out there, and he was surprised people liked it as much as they did. But we do. So guess what? No, it's just you. It's a goddamn classic. Okay. It's a goddamn classic. Like Michael. Michael just said, Cesar Romero. No, Actually, Michael. Said, uh, 
Cessner. Cessner Romero. And then he fixed it. Cessner Salad. It's Cesar Mark Hamill. Salad Romero. When you close your eyes and hear the Joker, are you going to hear Joaquin Phoenix laughing awkwardly or are you going to hear Mark Hamill with his signature Joker laugh? And that is how Mark you Mark Hamill laugh. plays the same character for no matter what role he fucking plays. And he does it amazingly. Get out of here. Thank you. I mean, if we're handing out Oscars, let's give Mark Hamill a lifetime Oscar award. Wow. Handing out Oscars like yeah. they're candy. Matt hands out Oscars like it's Halloween. Or, or he's Oprah with the with the car keys. You get an Oscar. You get an Oscar. You, baby out. Bruce, you get an Oscar. <laughs> right? I don't hand, hand out Oscars out. like that. I'm just saying, Joaquin's Phoenix. You get, get an Oscar. And you get an Oscar. And you get an Oscar. And he, oh, my God, what an epic snore. Did we all get an Oscar? Oscars. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, man. I get it. He did a good job, but can we can we pump the brakes and all this hoopla over it? He's gonna get an Oscar. This a hey, this is nomination. Mad. Yeah, maybe. He's, I, I think he deserves he deserve a nomination. Joker. Yeah. With his quarter mask, Al's mask on. That you hmm. mean just like did someone, did someone say Oscar? Just like Corbin did la- uh, at uh, Old Man Con with Brian, where he had to come up from under the table and wipe in his mouth. <laughs> I'm talking about Gotham <laughs> oh, the Gaslight. Oh, that's not going to get him to call on the show, dog. You being very funny right now. Better watch yourself. <laughs> Better watch yourself. He ain't coming on the show. Shit for this show oh is going to Yeah, that's right. APG by Gaslight. That's right. Give Corbin uh, Matt. Michael? Wow. Between Michael and Tim, that's Corbin's... Okay, Lil Mac, you've gone too far. You guys, the chat... You guys have made this go where it has gone. Where's the interaction positively from the community? I just got here. Okay? I don't know. I get to keep my goddamn poster because nobody wants it. Hey, we got 15 people. 15 dedicated listeners. You guys are the real MVP. Except for the ones making fun of me. Please, have mercy. Who retracted Lil Mac's message? Uh, little Mac retracted it. Hey, there ain't no fucking retractions here. So um you need to put Thank that. Thank you, Little Mac. But but yeah. You're cool, little Mac. All right. All the chat's cool. Fifteen people strong, man. Little Mac, what awesome. you really want back. There's no censorship here. Michael. We don't believe in no goddamn censorship. We don't? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's the other topic, y'all? <laughs> I've been trying to give out a fucking Marvel poster for like 15 minutes and nobody fucking wants it. Well, Slayer 607 asks, where's his signed copy of the notebook? I have that in the mail for you, Slayer. There you go. Just to Slayer, your friend, awesome Kyle. I thought we had another name for you. There's source material. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so our uh, everyone's favorite uh, Deadpool creator Tom Life or Tom Liefeld. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Oh boy. I'm talking about Tom Liefeld. Yeah. I don't know who he is. Rob Liefeld. I don't know why it said Tom Liefeld. Tom Liefeld. <laughs> Tom Liefeld is in the news again. Uh, <laughs> Rob's alter ego. For, that um, wasn't a good one. He's he's taking up issues with Saudi Arabia. He went to the fir- or to a uh, Stanley Supercon in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, and he's uh, pretty much, for the most part, saying he's never going to go back because 
Saudi Arabia has such strict clothing and dress code regulations as he can't wear short sleeves, he can't wear shorts, his legs must be covered, no flip-flops. So basically he's, he's not building, a woman. What the fuck are you basically building about? the Berlin Wall because he can't have the, he can't wear the David Hasselhoff collection. I think he's fucking so full of shit. He can't even fucking distinguish his bullshit. Nobody told him he has to wear pants and long sleeve shirts. He says before I was before I left to go to Riyadh, I was given a list of rules for rehab. Riyadh. You went to rehab? Riyadh, Saudi Saudi Arabia. Rehab? No short sleeves. Arms must be covered. No shorts. Legs must be covered. No flip flops. Nose exposed feet. Basically anti rob wear. Also, never cut a line. Always walk around any line formed. Upon arriving at the actual show, I w- I saw kids and I was. Mean tons of kids, teenagers, sweet. They were wearing short sleeves, board shorts, ball caps while while on stage. I riffed on it, playing with the crowd. I want to let you know something. Don't ever be the guy who does an audiobook. I won't. Okay. Me? Is your name Matt Corbin? I mean, I don't know because I was saying that I, um, no, it's not. Hey, I. I want to let you know that well, Rob, I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to read over your drunk ass, just fucking on over there. I, uh, Tom Liefeld went I and Deadpool was from and Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. I'm letting you know that I can only do it monotone with no emotion. Well, I... Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, that... let me try to give away a poster. Who wants a Marvel poster? <laughs> Who wants a Marvel poster, guys? <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> I don't anybody want my poster. I guess I'm going to keep this damn poster. Rob Liefeld can't wear flip. Flops or short <laughs> sleeves in. Hey, you guys, come get my poster. I'm giving away the poster to the next guy that writes Kyle is cool in the chat. Right, right. Kyle is cool in the chat, and you're going to win a free Marvel poster. Fuck yeah. If you write Kyle is cool in the chat, I'll give you the poster and something else. Fucking digital handy. <laughs> Rob, lie. Held can't wear flip flops at in Saudi Arabia, and he said he can't wear Rob gear. Are, are you done? So I no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to start it. Um, yeah. So what were we finishing with that story? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Please continue oh, though. What he can't he can't wear shit in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, I appreciate all of you guys. Tim, Chad, Michael, Slayer, TK421. I appreciate all of you for saying that Kyle is cool. But there can only be one winner. Therefore. The winner is Kyle. 
Oh. Corbin's LeBron hair, LeBron James hair. Oh no, I have a good hairline. That's straight, bro. That's straight. Don't even try that. All right, rich, what's next? What? What's next? I don't know. That's it. I'm done. That's it for- <laughs> what do you mean okay. that you're done? There's more topics on there. Did anyone see Titans today? Thoughts, reactions? I haven't seen it yet. Wow. Well, that killed it. All right. Catch up. I'm trying to catch up. Because I really want to see fucking Dick Grayson wear the Nightwing outfit. I mean, like, I'm super stoked for that coming up. I'm done. No, it's going to be good. And Harley Quinn apparently comes out next week, too. On what? The Harley Quinn animated series uh, on on, uh, DC Universe. Ooh, yeah, that's got Penny on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Very excited for that. Should be fun. Looking forward to it. Bangladesh. Who said that? Oh, wow. There's also... Oh, Matt's doing the same again. Turn that shit off so we don't get a goddamn, a goddamn copyright strike. <laughs> get a copyright strike for the safety dance. <laughs> uh, All right, guys. Jose here. <laughs> What's that? Tim said it's Jose here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Corbin, what do you think of your boy Conroy playing Kingdom Come Batman in Crisis? I like it. I was very intrigued by that. I think it's a perfect representation of him in this universe. What he fits, like physically, stature-wise, an older, you know, Bruce that is frail and has to be held up by an exoskeleton. I'm excited. Um, it's basically going to be between that and Kingdom Come Superman. We can see this universe. I just hope that it's not going to be quickly wiped out in the first episode to establish, oh, we lose the universe. You know what I mean? I don't think that they will do that just because they made so much about the casting of Brandon Routh as Superman, but at the same time, um, it's something to keep in the back burner. Like, I'm definitely aware of that, you know? No, Chad, the Harley show comes out I'm not sure if it comes out next week or the week after. I think it's the week Uh, after. I thought it was the 29th. Because last week, next week is the last episode of Titans. So maybe it is next week, but... Let me, let me, I'm on DC Universe right now, so I can tell you. I thought it but was, I was pretty sold. I thought it was after Titans. I thought so too, but I'm remembering the date. That's what I was trying to keep. No, it premieres November 29th. I was right. So apparently I think they'll put the season um, finale of Titans season two, and then they'll drop uh, the Harley Quinn premiere on the same day. But it's November 29th for both. So go. uh, going to be a fun Black Friday. Always been on black people. Oh my God. <laughs> So, what we haven't talked about yet, which I want your guys' opinion on, is uh, the new Charlie's Angels movie and uh, Elizabeth Banks' comments. Oh, that did happen, didn't it? Yes, it did. No, because I don't know how I feel about it. I, I mean, does anyone think there's maybe a shred of truth in that, maybe, though? No. No. You know what? Okay. Um, I think she made a good point with Marvel, Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel because they are tied into, uh, uh, they are interlaced into an evolving universe. Like, yeah, it's a standalone movie for her, but it's really just to move along the overall plot of the original franchise. So I got some of that. What about? I, I, got, I looked and said, fair point. Aliens. What's that? Badass. Huh? Sigourney Weaver, alien, badass. 
So if it's a good movie and it's well written, unlike Joker, it will do well. Look at Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider didn't bomb at the box office. You know, it didn't, it didn't do great, but if it's a decent story, it doesn't matter. And, and... It happened, you put what happened is 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 who really okay? Kristen Stewart does not have sex appeal, so putting her in the front run of a movie where Charlie's Angels have always been sexy, the characters they've always picked have been sexy, and. So they've put three characters that you're kind of like, meh. It doesn't have that sex appeal. Like the last six trilogy, you just drew barely more. Awesome. I get what you're saying. You know I what mean, I mean? I think that mm-hmm. back then was it? Uh, what was her name? Jackie Jacqueline uh, Smith. Yeah. Sexy. And I just think you just put. You don't put. Chris Stewart looks like a boy. I'm going to say it, dude. She looks like a dude. I don't want to see it. I want to see I just don't think hot the... Barry Moore or someone. Yeah. Like if they were to put the chick in from uh, um, uh, Joker and Deadpool 2. That he beats? Dude, that would have been awesome. If they were to put the chick in that was from uh, the blonde haired chick from... Uh, the wizard show on sci-fi mm-hmm. would have killed it. I see what you're saying. Okay, my my maybe my issue is that I think that there's always a shred of truth sometimes in these type of comments. However, they're coming from people who have done. Um, you know what? That might be me. Let me see. It, it it's not a might be. It's a you. It's me. It is you. I was trying to preserve some dignity. For... Preserve some dignity. Tim's right though. Matt would watch it if Joaquin Phoenix was one of the angels. Yeah, he would. He'd be like, oh, my God, Oscar. Oh, my Oscar. God. He, you know, he's I a just, character development of one of the angels. I just don't it's amazing. That it's amazing. There's not it's a, simply amazing. The There's going to be a sequel. Angels, There's going to be a sequel. Okay, I'll stop. The Charlie yeah. Angels fandom isn't there anymore. And there's no one – like, no one was clamoring for a Charlie's Angels reboot. So I just – I think if there would have been better actresses in there – like when they had Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, like that was like you were like all of them had sex appeal. Lucy Liu, all three of them, sex appeal. Mm-hmm. Like they are all sexy in their own right. So when you went, you were like, yes. but when you go to see, you don't see you don't go to see Christian Stewart as sex appeal. I think the other two are good looking. The other two Who? angels in that movie are good looking. But not, yeah. like, but not like past angels. I just don't think I don't. I just think that there was no market for the movie. Nobody wanted it, and nobody cared to see it. And like you said, Kristen Stewart, you know, it's the same thing with Robert Pattinson. She's connected to Twilight. Everyone sees her from Twilight, so they don't give her the time of day. And I think Elizabeth. I just don't think she's attractive. That too, and Elizabeth. I think Elizabeth Banks wanted her her voice to be heard about it because she was pissed that she wrote and directed this movie and she took it a staple and went with the times and decided to it was going to be to attack men and it was all men's fault and it's all men culture and she she pretty much took the sjw route yeah she took the sjw route and decided to attack men in now maybe if there's a bomb ass lesbian scissoring scene i bet you more people would have went and seen it 
that's that's just it's but you know we can go to uporn for that so why would we go pay fucking a shitload of money to see it at the theater she pretty much like i said went with the sjw culture and just decided to point fingers where it they didn't need to be pointed if she would have scissored instead of point fingers it would have been a lot different but, but you look at look at movies today though like when a big movie's coming enough. out there's there's a lot of push on there's a lot of merchandising there's a lot of press there's a lot of you know you how many trailers i saw maybe one trailer for uh charlie's angels maybe two but you you get like avengers has 3 star wars has 3 you get all these movies that have multiple trailers they they gain that interest there's that didn't joker only have two no, and that's five because it's a character study. Joker okay. had a couple, but I'm just saying, like it's there wasn't a lot of press. Like I didn't really see commercials for Charlie's Angels. Like there, there wasn't a whole lot about this movie. I had I had seen the trailer when they first debuted it, and then forgot about it until it <laughs> you it was coming out. Mm. Like I was almost excited for it because I was like, maybe <laughs> Kristen Stewart will be kind of sexy in it. And then she wasn't. They should have said it in a Victorian area and made and included Jack the Ripper side story. Oh, you mean like Gaslight? <laughs> yeah. Ha! Ha ha! Someone cracked a funny. <laughs> I just think... Scissors. Dude, if they would have had that many scissors in that movie, it would have probably done well. That's a lot of scissors. I blame porn. If porn wasn't so readily available, people probably would have went to go see Charlie's Angel. But like that that whole thing though with her is saying well, Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman are part of a overarching franchise. That's that to me sounds like you tried to make a point, stuck your foot in your mouth, and then you tried to backpedal it. But see, I agree with that point. I just think that everything else you'd have a leg to stand on. But I do. If it'd been a standalone movie like Joker, would people have watched it? Probably not. Not as in the force as they would. We don't know that. But I'm saying a lot of people, myself included, watch Captain Marvel because we were led to believe Fair one Marvel love, two we were led to believe how important it'll be the end game because that was the... a lot of people did watch the Joker because it made a billion dollars. So I'm just well, maybe if a female movie had the same thing, who knows? I'm not saying that it's the case. I'm saying that if her movie was actually good and she spoke that, we'll, we'll maybe out. I'd take more of a critical eye. Well, even then, how will we find out? I was when? Gonna say we'll see what Birds of Prey does, but then again, that's part of an overarching universe. There you go. I think if it's a good if if it's a good script and good story, look at, then it won't matter. Look at Ocean's Eight. Ocean's, it looks like good. Ocean's Eight. Yeah, but isn't that a really spinoff of, of what? What is that a spinoff? Of? All movies are spinoff. Charlie's Angels is a spinoff. Like, Joker wasn't a spinoff. You just told me that. <laughs> gotcha. No, you, you did. Nailed it. Not really, but okay. <laughs> I'll let you think you got that one. Okay. You'll let me pick. Okay. Nailed it. Like <laughs> Ocean yeah, but Charlie's Angels is an overarching universe. Because there wasn't a Charlie's Angels TV show before that or movies two other movies before that. You know what I think oh, the good what? before that was it was right. off a TV right. show but it wasn't show. Mm-hmm. What, Kyle? So Charlie's Angels was originally a TV show. Yeah, I know. Widows I liked, and that was off of a TV show. BBC, but still. That was the movie I'll give some respect to. But even then, I mean, I don't know. I, I think she had something of a point, unfortunately, because she was 
try, stuck trying to defend a movie that really wasn't that great to begin with, that point is lost. And it will continue to be lost by people who end up making valid points in defense of less than stellar projects of their own. Make that a standalone thing. Put that out there. Make 37 fucking Spider-Man movies. Maybe Charles Angels would have done better. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That type of comments are not helpful. If she had just made that point independent, let's say she hadn't made a movie at all, and she said that, then we might have to start a dialogue because we're not looking at her defend a flimsy film of her own and put that in relation to what she's saying. You know what I mean? Then you could actually look at it while you drink a lot with a critical eye. She did. I drank it tonight. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, she didn't. She made a point, and it does seem more like she's lashing out than actually trying to start a dialogue on commentary of female films in superhero. Isn't that I don't think so. critical then? Because she just How? played Rita Repulsa in the in the Power Rangers movie, and that movie actually did okay for being that an movie under, sucked under the radar movie. Are you movie funny? sucked? You're ridiculous. No, that movie sucked. You're ridiculous. I, I'm sure people agree that movie sucked. Ask the comments. Power Rangers. That movie sucked, bro. I don't have to ask the comments. Were you watching the same movie or watching Netflix Power Rangers season one reruns? Because that's different. I've been a Power Rangers fan since day one, and it was a the, surprising the movie. Power Rangers a character study. It wasn't a character study. And you know what? Rita Repulsa should have won an Oscar. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was a character study. It was. It showed the development of the Power Rangers. Michael Stout loved that movie. Wow. Well, okay. Congrats, Michael Stout. I mean, I thought it was horrible. Maid says that she is full of shit. Okay. does say that she's full of shit. There you are. What does that mean? The movie Bridesmaids. What about it? It's a widely a wildly popular movie with an all female cast. Standalone or part of a spinoff? Dude, when what's her name shit in the sink, that it's funny. There's just times where it's just a bad movie. Look at the Ghostbusters reboot. Yeah, that wasn't about females. That was just what sucked. No, it wasn't bad. I liked it. I personally, I liked the Ghostbusters reboot. I thought it was good. Thor I didn't think it was as bad as people as wanted to make it seem. Wait, did you bring up Thor? Thor was funny as fuck. You brought up Thor in a female Ghostbusters movie? Chris in it. That's the funniest Chris part Evan? of it you? Chris oh Evans? Oh my god. What are you talking about, man? Hashtag. Chris Evans wasn't in the Ghostbusters movie. You said Chris, Chris Evans. I'm sorry, I meant Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. All right, Matt, you're done. Can someone mute Matt? Yeah, are you you me, Matt, Matt can you mute yourself? Could you do us a favor and yeah, mute yourself no, for Chris, a minute? He said Chris Evans, and he looked at me like I was stupid. I didn't look at you like you were stupid. You looked at me like yeah, I was stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Take take yourself off for a Chris second. Give Evans. yourself a break. I was fucking drunk and stupid, but I'm Matt, and I didn't even realize that I actually fucking... <laughs> you put me backstage? <laughs> oh, man. I didn't look you're at you fine. like you were stupid. I was you listening to Corbin. Corbin wasn't even talking. Thank you. Rewind. Pull back the footage. Yeah, he Roll was because you said Thor yeah, was the funniest part of, of the female Ghostbusters. He's like, Thor's the funniest part? Oh, yo, man, you did it now. And he sat back and disappeared into the shadows. Like that. Now we've lost the I am Batman. Dark. If it's so dark. Now we've lost all of our listeners. Have we? Yeah. It's all good, though. I love you guys who are sticking through it. Oh, yeah. We're, we're getting down to hey, I get it, man. It's Friday night. People are busy. It's 930. It's prime drinking time. I get it. It is. Oh, Tim just said it. Did you just say the best thing about the all-female Ghostbusters movie as a dude? 
Thor 2. Yes. Hashtag Thor 2. Hashtag Maybe. Thor 2. Good one. Good one, Tim. No, I actually thought Ghost, but the Ghostbusters reboot was good. I thought it was funny. I thought it was quirky. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was different. I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Mm. I don't know. Females, it's just me. Females are getting their shine all over the place. Just because it didn't happen for you in your fucking movie, you want to point fingers. Hey man, she hey, she was in a movie called uh, Pitch Perfect that was uh, about an all girl uh, acapella team. group. Yeah, saying, and she was one of the funniest characters in the movie. She was, and she she directed the second one, which is, in my opinion, the best one. I bombed. <laughs> I like the second one. I like the second one more than the first. But then I just. I also have a thing for Anna Kendrick, so that works in my favor, too. Oh, yeah. The thing for Joaquin Phoenix, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just spit whiskey all over me. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is Matt, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Mm. There's, I, I, will, I don't deny the dude is an incredible fucking actor. Have you seen the movie, Her? What? <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix is an incredible fucking actor. Yes. Yes, he is. He really is. He's one of the... Uh, like I've said before, when I was talking about the Joker, was the one thing about Joaquin Phoenix is he's one of those few actors that I watch where I forget that his he's actually Joaquin Phoenix, and I actually think he is that character that he's playing. Like when he was Johnny Cash, I didn't... I wasn't seeing him as Joaquin Phoenix. When he was playing the joker in the non-comic book movie. exactly I, I i saw him as the person that he was playing that's one thing about joaquin phoenix i think he's really good at he's really good at like you see will smith and it's will smith playing a character as will smith and that's what you see you see will smith you think summer summertime you know what i mean and uh but Joaquin Phoenix, you don't that that's not what happens with him. He's one of the few actors for me that he's he's good enough that I don't see him as a person. I actually see the person that he's put and I, I wish more actors did that to me for me. Not many actually do that. I get that. Smith. <laughs> Gemini man. Like Bruce Willis, when you see Bruce Willis in Armageddon, you're not seeing the, you're just seeing Bruce Willis. I mean, That's all you see. Yeah, he so steals he the, the same service. character in every fucking movie. Okay, He's I'm sorry John that we. McClain. He's John McClane and everything. You know who's a good actor? Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. He is a good actor. Everything that guy's in. Wow. Who? Oh, Chadwick Boseman. Who the fuck is that? Oh, fuck off. Okay, he was Jackie Robinson. He was James Brown. He was the fucking Black Panther. That's his name? Yes. Wow. Oh, I, I know. I was playing with you. I figured you didn't know. I mean, it's not like Matt. We it's all know. Right? Huh? No, that was Jamie Foxx. We don't all look alike, huh? Damn, you got me. <laughs> <a> joke. <laughs> Damn. I like, I like how Corbin comes in with this hostility. Like, he comes in hey. a little hostile, like he's got to try and like 
He's got to try to take a shot at me. Well, hey, hey, hey. around to take a shot at you. Hey, like, hey, I'm he's... tough. I'm tough. I'm like a little money. Like, hold me back. Hold me back. No, there's nothing to I'm even like, take shots about. I'm doing my best Matt impression. I'm grumpy, okay? We don't all have actors that can make our toes curl, Matt, okay? Sorry. Well, then you need to watch better movies. Like Joaquin Phoenix, Day and Night? You know what? You'd be the type of person to say, you'd be the type of person to say, you know what? I know how we can make a female movie be really good. Cast Joaquin Phoenix as the lead. And then, when it does amazing, then we'll all know. And then we'll give that woman man an Oscar. Nope. (laughs) But I don't deny that Joaquin Phoenix is an incredible actor. He is a good actor. When he was in Signs, dude, blew me away. <laughs> I didn't even realize that fucking Mel Gibson was in the movie. Swing away. Dude, just... No, I'm serious. No, he is a good actor. I, he is. I, I will close. give him He's... that. Tim, I thought He's it was Eddie actor. Murphy in Black Panther. <laughs> Tim, you're canceled. You're canceled, Tim. You're canceled. It's done. It's done. <laughs> but there's very few actors out there that actually do that. Like, honestly, I can't even think of that many that do that to me. For me. With me. As me. Keanu Reeves. No, dude. <laughs> no. He, he, it's pretty much the same role. He's either fucking Neo or John Wick, dude. It's fucking pretty much the same. Or what about what about Bill? And Ted Theodore Logan. Bill and Ted, if he played something different there. Those aren't good movies. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, for that. I was just kidding. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to meet you in that. <laughs> I deserved it. And Brian's back. Finally, the voice of reason. He's not back. Um, He's not. <laughs> Michael Stout wants to know if uh, we got Sam Jackson on the podcast. Oh, I w- dude. Here, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna go on Twitter right now and ask him. <laughs> Tim says I've been kicked out of much finer establishments than this. I'll have you know, Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm going to do it. Here, look. Right now. So. Hold on, Sam. You will. Jackson. Follow. I'm going to follow him first. So. Now that I'm following him. Replying, oh, whoever Jazzy C2 is, I'm just going to reply to him too. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to write this. Hey, Sammy J. Will you come on? Please call him him Sammy J. Look, (laughs) I don't know if you guys can see that, but it says Sammy J. Oh, no, I won't do that because I really want him to come on. Hey, Sam. I'm just going to call him Sam because we're friends. You should be like, Sam, can I call you Sam? No. <laughs> Will you, you come on our think podcast? Like Mike is like the best basketball movie ever made, don't you, Corbin? Actually, no. I think you're lying. No, it really isn't. What's the best basketball movie ever made? Basketball, basketball. Diaries. 
I can, I can give you wow. two that I think. Coach Carter, hands down. You think so? Positive. I was going to say uh, – Coach Carter or White man, White man can't jump. That, Hoosiers. That one's good. That's White a good man, one. White man can't jump is good too. I was going to say above the rim or for love and basketball. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. I like those. What, I forgot that one by um, Spike Lee. Um, That's White Man Can't Jump, isn't it? No. I, he might have directed that one. I don't remember. I can't speak. But there's another one. It's with the actual NBA player in it. <laughs> Space and, Jam. And, and Denzel Washington. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Space, Space Jam. Jam. So I said, who's, brought, who's excited for Space Jam 2 with LeBron? No one. Your hairline. My hairline is sharp, bro. I'll have you know that right now. So I wrote, other than the same sentence. You lie. Hey, you said, lie. You take Jack, it back. You lie. Will you come on our podcast at a geek podcast? We would love to talk comics with you. Tell him you want to talk about his Yeah. He's if I had yeah. are you guys talking about are you talking about the old wizard that he was in? No, we're not talking about anything of any sort of importance here. <laughs> yeah, we're just kind of here. I did just reach out to Samuel L. Jackson, though, everybody. Just heads up. I, 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 we, we started talking about Elizabeth Banks, you know, taking shots at men for Charlie's Angels flopping, and then somehow it fucking transitioned into Joaquin Phoenix being a great actor to Joaquin Phoenix can make a, a, a woman's, all women's movie great to fucking now we're on basketball. I don't know where that, how the hell we ended up here. Dude, River Phoenix. Basketball movie. He's dead. He's still <laughs> off in it. What basketball movie was he in? Basketball Diaries. Oh, was he? I've never seen Basketball Diaries. You need... I, I thought you were a movie guy, Matt. You just disappointed me. That's all right. Hey, basketball Diaries is like one of those first movies I ever saw where heroin was like really depicted as real. real you know? That was like River Phoenix and Leonardo DiCaprio, wasn't it? Right? Was it both yeah, that, that was DiCaprio, yeah. I like I like my DiCaprio is growing pains, Leonardo DiCaprio. I like my DiCaprio. I'm trying floating. to act like you know about old shit, Matt. I like but my yeah. DiCaprio floating on a door in the middle of the, the ocean. That fucking Dude. bitch, both of them could have been on that goddamn door. Fuck that bitch. And she still threw that fucking diamond. What the hell? I'm gonna I'm gonna message her on Twitter right now. Yeah. I like my I like my DiCaprio's getting murderized by bears. Dude, that was fucked up. So what's next? What else do you want to talk about? Anything, dude. I'm having so much fun right now, it's fucking crazy. I mean, we've, we've covered all our topics. Hold on. Let me double check. Go ahead and double check it. Go ahead and double check I think the uh, guy who created, um, I think a Spider-Man artist has died. The guy who created Scarlet Spider-Man. Go ahead and talk about it. I think he pet fucking, he kicked the bucket and there's a fucking dead man parade for him. Shout out. I a love dead that. man parade, a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody fucking drives and fucks up traffic. I'm just saying. Did you hear, Brian, that Rob Liefeld couldn't wear sandals oh and say, Did you hear that? He had to have, sh he couldn't wear short sleeves and sandals. What the fuck? <laughs> 
It's fucking, it's Saudi Arabia, dude. I said that. Their <laughs> men have a lot of rights there. They can pretty much do what they want. <laughs> oh, man. Infidels. <laughs> Did you hear that, Brian? American I did kids. not. I, I've heard it now. Now you've heard everything. Now you've not. heard everything. Did you see? Dude, I'm gonna tell you right now. Todd McFarlane and his big fucking balls. Oh, dude, yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah. That was so awesome of him. I give props to him, dude. That motherfucker's worked hard, made money, and he's bought shit that he loves. And you know what he said? Fuck you guys. Look what I got. Yep. Props to Todd McFarlane. I'm not going to sign this Action Comics number one. No shit, Todd. Spider-Man or the Spider-Man Amazing Fantasy 15. I would fucking hope not. Not signing those. I'm not signing uh, Fantastic Four number one. Right. (laughs) I I thought that was fucking, dude. I laughed so hard. You know what? I wrote, that's so funny, Todd. And you know what Todd did? He said, like... Because it says, it says Todd. It says when I write Todd McFarlane, it says top fan. So what he does is he clicks like, and he likes all my shit now. He goes, "Thank you, my friend Kyle." Yeah. Just like Rob Liefeld. Yep. I, you know, I told fucking Rob, "Hey, man, you're going to Saudi Arabia. If I were you, I wouldn't wear sandals and." short sleeve shirts. I would uh, put on shoes and a fucking long shirt. He's like, no, Kyle, I think it'll be all right. I'm, my, I'm Rob Liefeld. I said, I'm telling you, Saudi Arabia. You have, you can't wear sandals in Saudi Arabia. Don't you know the fucking rules? You would think that you could wear sandals where it's nothing but sand. I mean, that would make sense. It's not sand in the fucking word. We don't make the rules, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's in the name. You said it. Sandals. I was trying to help him out as a friend. Michael You're... Stout says, blocked by Rob, loved by Todd. That's you know it. it. <laughs> Put it on his shirt. Oh, my God. So there could be a shirt with me going next to Rob. And then next to Todd, I'm like, dude. If we get one of those, can y'all make one with Matt and Joaquin? It'll be like this. At some point, you got to get better material, Corbin. You can't. Dude, it wasn't a joke. Well. No, no, it actually wasn't even a joke. It's real. You can't keep going back. I'm not going back in the well. It's not a joke. It's, it's serious. <laughs> now, see, that's a joke. What I said was serious, man. I, this is a thing now. It's a thing. I let the buttered buns go, didn't I? Just I loved you in the Joker movie. Oh. Fantastic, actually. <laughs>
really good at that, isn't he, Michael? <laughs> He's done that once or twice in his lifetime, haven't you, Kyle? <laughs> He's fucking getting at it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just improving what my Matt Matt Joaquin Phoenix. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> I've made it perfectly clear that there's only one man I would ever <laughs> give, fucking give a blowjob to, and that's Kevin Smith. So. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm fucking done. Joaquin grabs the back of Matt's head. <laughs> Dude. Is that what Jared Leto did to you? That's what I did to Jared Leto. <laughs> I grabbed him by the head and said, Oh, yeah, Jared. Yeah. Joker, that shit. Yeah. I think we're going to get demonetized. <laughs> we're not, yeah. We don't even have enough subs to be monetized. <laughs> we have nothing to worry about. We don't have any <laughs> subs to be monetized. <laughs> we we can't for- even get 30 people in a chat to give away a fucking comic book. <laughs> We've been trying for three months to give away a graded 9.8 book. We can't even get enough subscribers. (laughs) (laughs) The last thing we have to worry about is monetization. (laughs) We can't get past 68. We get get 168 and then we drop. (laughs) (laughs) Comic guy. Comic song too great to say. Got everyone sub. Y'all peace. Have a good night. I'm not sure what that means, but you too. Yeah, you have a great night too. Alright, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the greatest shit I've heard all we're gonna get demonetized. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Yes. Yes, that was a lovely tea party. (laughs) 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 Oh. Oh man, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> we talking about it's nine forty-five. You fucking goofy old man. Work in the morning, dogs. I gotta get up to go to my comic book shop to support. How old are comic you, Corbin? There you go, huh? How old are you, Corbin? Thirty-one. I'm just all nighters. No, I'm just kidding. I'm twenty-four. Oh, dude, when I was twenty-four, <laughs> dude, I didn't sleep for days, and it didn't even fucking fade. I'm an old man, though. For you, good, Brian. I just got bit by that fucking puppy, man. That puppy is driving me crazy, bro. <laughs> fucking me up, bro. I was like, oh, shoot, okay. I mean, it's constant, dude. It's the whole night she's been biting me. Bite her back. I <laughs> fucking put the shock collar on her ass, man. Bite Turn that shit up. <laughs> Brian ain't playing no games. She's just she's like running around, dude, just face f- biting everybody. Like, Dude, the, last week she beat the shit out of me. Yeah, she's fucking ornery, bro. She's the most ornery puppy I've ever seen. Oh, Corbin's reading a book now. I was looking at something on the page. Okay, calm down. Which I you got this. Corbin, 1986. Look at that. Is it basketball cards? No, it's a book. But these are so rare because the guy who did it wrote them all by hand um, for over 30 years from the 60s until he died in 1998 no he didn't die in 1980 he was a little he was aged like 88 back then he lived for another 12 years and died so 
enough that doing it by a one person crew by himself and he wanted to keep it small was a lot, you know. What was his name? Xander Hollander. Oh, I know him. Really? No. Why do I fall for that shit all the fucking time? Tim, anyway. Tim says, bite it back, man. You have to establish dominance. Yeah, right? I fucking bit that thing on the ear the other night. Didn't do shit. Didn't care. You do that to little kids. <laughs> Stick her finger in its butt and show dominance. <laughs> How's that white claw treating you, little Mac? <laughs> Why did he just sit next to you and just come on the shelf? <laughs> oh my god. Shout out to six hours off and still show up early. Okay, man. Maybe. Maybe. What time do you have to be there, Corbin? Huh? What time do you have to be there? Seven. What do you dude? You could be up to like three o'clock in the morning. What do you do at the library most of the time? Like, do you actually help people get books? I get this a lot. And yes, we process new materials. We help with the check-in, check-out. We do outreach work with the senior community. We're helping with e-help. So that's everything from printing. That's making computers work. Their e-devices, their Kindles. I'm tax certified. So when tax season comes, I'll help them with their taxes. It's the whole... It's the whole... whole Not only can I check your book in and... (laughs) Get you a library card, but I was also get you at least two thousand dollars back on your tax. Easy, easy, easy money. No, but I'm really, I'm really tax certified. So I'm taxing also help with that volunteer income tax assistance. Um, and all you of that. People for their fucking not returning their books in time. Well, we actually just got rid of fines, so I can't even do that anymore. Tim says, After- you ever? Do you guys get uh, trades anymore? Tim says, you're yeah, the, and- you're the shusher. You shush everyone that's getting too loud. Oh my goodness! So you know what's funny? People shush me at the library. In fact, just last month, and this is jacked up, I was at the library and I was talking to one of my friends who we were laughing. And this older lady comes up to me and goes, Batman by Gaslight. Hello? And Gotham by Gaslight is the greatest book ever. That's not what she said. She said, Sir, I don't know how you do this at the ghetto, but here we're quiet. <laughs> no, she didn't. Are you kidding me? I'm not, I'm not kidding you. And I went, What? Sorry, I grew up and in then she yeah. had the audacity to come back to me 25 minutes later to help her send an email out. I would have said, fuck you, white bitch. I would have got her password and fucked with her. Yeah, so that's what I get. I get shook. What should have done is stole her purse. <laughs> that would have so showed her. Oh, I, I dressed up as, I dressed up as um, what did I do? I put on a jersey on and a bandana like NBA player. Came Halloween time. Everyone's like, oh, are you from that one that one black movie? Um, um, New City. New City. I'm like, you mean New Jack City? I'm like, no. I'm not from that. I'm just I'm, I'm just not making every crack. NBA player. Like they think you're a convict. The first week I was there, they thought I was on some um rehabilitation program. I'm like, no, I actually work here. And I, I gave a person a book recommendation, and she's like, She thought oh, you were on you read? Like, what? Yeah, I've gotten all sorts of flack there. Long story short, it's just more than just checking and checking out books. But I get why people think that because that's the archetype, stereotypic um, tropes that are given to libraries for for years. But no, it's moved on. In fact, I'm gonna answer your question, Brian. I'm personally kind of in charge of comics in the library. No one checks them out at ours, but we have Kingdom Come, we have Gotham by Gaslight, I have the Batman Nightfall Run, I have um, Superman for All Seasons. Like those were ordered for our library, but I'm the only one who reads them, so it doesn't matter. 
so you don't get to order new ones? Um, we have to be based off demand. So the library, our library system has new ones. Yes, we have a bunch of them. Um, just not at our specific branch because we're in a senior community where I serve. Yeah. Um, other libraries, like bigger ones over in Queen Creek and and Mesa, they have a lot of them and they do go up and down. So you we all the trade. Carbon. Hmm? Listen, you old bitch. It's not 1961. I sh- I should have said that, especially when your pants are sagging so far because your pants are swollen because you didn't change them. That you know, oh. I, I have to not look. But anyway, Chad says yeah. you should have told her you can't afford email in the ghetto. Figure it out on your own. <laughs> that would have been perfect. <laughs> wow, Chad's on fire today. Dude, that would have been perfect. I was at Quick Trip today, right? Yeah, right. We go get some ice, and I had to get um. This episode of Ge- Absolute Geek Podcast is brought to you by Absolute. What? What is it? Absolute, Absolute Geek, Geek Podcast. Brought to you by the absolute flip side um flip side from the spinner rack um absolute gentleman jack and the red bull that's what tonight but so i went to go get the red bull and i was like you know quick trips fuck suck i fuck parking close to the door i'm gonna park away from the door so that it's easy for me to pull out and leave so i pull up next to this couple and it looked like they were waiting for like um, like Craigslist or like they were like waiting to do like a transaction like they're waiting for somebody to meet them in the parking lot like offer up or something they were sitting there talking whack passing howdy howdy and uh so I was walking back out and there's fucking three cop cars surrounding my car and I was like fuck oh somebody didn't fucking die in my car or something so I, I walked past them good evening officers and I get in my car. So it was this black dude and this Mexican chick. They were sitting in their car waiting. I just figured they were waiting. For me. They were just bullshitting. I didn't really actually think anything. So when I get there, they grab the dude and they're handcuffing him. And he's screaming, hey, hey, don't arrest me. I'm the one that called the cops. You can't arrest me. And he's like, and I was like, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, That's-. they're like, you know, yesterday there was a disturbance and it, it matches your profile. And I was like, ain't that some shit? What are they arresting this dude for? So this dude's wife jumps out, or girlfriend, or whoever, whoever was with him. He's with me all day. He didn't do anything. He's like, man, I, I call it. He's the one who called the cops. And they fucking, dude, I'd never seen anyone get arrested that fast in my life. That dude. I wonder why they grabbed him. I don't know. That dude was arrested, searched, and thrown in the back of a cop car. And then they apologized to me for blocking me for three minutes. Sorry, sir. We'll move as quick as you can. I was like, hey, you guys are doing your job. I'm not in a hurry. And proud of me was like, I, I was listening to the chick that he was with explain, like, she was giving her their entire itinerary of everything they did today to establish that, you know, that he didn't do anything wrong. And I was like, what? It was, it was, I was really stealing shit. And that's really what happened. But no, <laughs> I was just, I was just like, fuck. I was like, that's, his, I've never, ever seen anyone that arrested that quick in my entire life. Wow. Like, so it just made me think of the people at the, at your work that say that, you know, the ghetto. I don't know why. Uh, Corbin, I'm surprised you don't work at a comic stop shop, man. 
One day, I mean, that'd be cool. It just you I basically work at a, it's basically like a library, dude. Curating, I've never been. I mean, I've obviously watched and seen them, but you just open a comic book store, Corbin. Why don't we all just open one? Boom, yeah, just go work for one, and then we can podcast from the comic book store. Do you get insurance as a as a librarian? Oh yeah, we got a good, pretty good benefits package. Uh, you work for the city, uh, county. Oh okay, okay, uh-huh. all right, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a good yeah. job. Well, it's decent. Good. All right. Help you do it. Now that we're talking about our jobs, uh, the weather is next, or yeah, right. Uh-huh. For fuck's sake. Well, we're yeah, out right. Topics, but Kyle wanted to keep talking. I hey, I was just telling. Oh, you know what? I have one more story I have to tell. I have to apologize to the guy who does sex trivia Saturday nights at the bar that I go to. I have to apologize to him for my behavior last Saturday. (laughs) So I don't know how many of you out there. I was so drunk. I was drunk texting people. Just FYI. I think I was drunk texting Matt. Was I drunk texting you, Matt? Yes. I was. Oh, yeah. I was telling you I was going to throw up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, he's answering questions like sex trivia. Like, and he asked the question. So, the question that he asked was, um, he, his question was, true. He didn't say true or false. He said, um, above or below. Most people have had at least six sexual partners. So we wrote, I, we put above. Most people have sex with at least six people, above five to six people in their life before they settle down. He came back a few minutes later and he said, true or false? I was like, hey, motherfucker, you never said true or false. He's like, no, that's a true or false question. I said, no, you said above or below. He's like, no, no, no. I said true or false. I said, I'm telling you right now, motherfucker. You didn't say true or false. So you might want to pace yourself on the next goddamn question so that you don't fuck it up. (laughs) Fucking up the questions and we can't answer. And the shitty part was we won. (laughs) So he comes. So he's like, "I'm, I'm giving him shit for a while. Like, I'm not even letting him talk. I'm, like, interrupting him to give him shit. And he was like, and the winner is, and we were, like, uh, trivia. I can't even remember our fucking name. And I was like, are you fucking serious? We just won. I've been giving this dude shit for, like, the last 20 minutes. So he comes up. He says, here's your $25. We want a $25 gift against our tab. And I was like, hey, man. You know I'm just fucking with you, right? <laughs> balls. I'm just having fun. I really didn't mean anything by it. I really want to say sorry. I was just. Did he you tell know, you to go fuck yourself? Pretty much. He was like, "No, man, I got thick skin. I work in a bar, and I was like, that's great, man. I appreciate it. You know, there's always got to be one of me out there. But it just, I just want to put it out there again. I was just fucking with you. I think you're a great trivia host. <laughs> I'd have been like, but uh, you did say above or below. I did. You know, I did and I'm like, hey, we can agree to disagree. <laughs> so I just want to shout out. I, I'm apologizing to him. <laughs> I fucking wrote his ass like there's, you know how I get with when I've been when I've had a few and 
I hear. What? Oh no, we don't know what that is. No, I said no, not at all. No, I was like a fly on shit, man. He was fucking. I wasn't giving him any slack, and then we won, and I felt like an asshole, kind of. Did you did you perform fake fellatio for him too? (laughs) Like, did you show him how to suck a dick too? We haven't got to that. Yeah, part in our part relationship, relationship yeah. gotcha, gotcha. we're not that good of friends yet you know like right. we're all good friends here where i can be like with us because there's only a few of us so <laughs> it's, just, it's just the four of us so I are can you do sure that you still want to go to san diego with this guy corbin nice to bunch dude it'll be a pleasure to attend the comic con with, with with kyle yes Yes, he's fine. Kyle's it's, it's Kyle's awesome. We know, we know this. Let's go. Support, okay. man. We're all going to have fun together. <laughs> Buying comics and fake, awesome. you know, all that. I booked my hotel today. So, if you guys haven't fucking picked up on it yet, me, Matt, and Corbin are all going to San Diego Comic-Con. We all got tickets. And Nubia. Nubia's coming with us, too. So, this is going to be her first time at San Diego. I'm going to fucking ditch her. <laughs> how many days are you guys going all four no we're only go we only have tickets for thursday and friday you only have tickets for thursday and friday yeah nice so we're probably gonna say i think we're gonna stay thursday friday and saturday night and then thursday friday we'll go to comic-con and then saturday we'll we'll probably like dick around for a little bit in the morning outside and then do like san diego stuff Friday, Saturday into Saturday night into Sunday. San Diego stuff. San Diego stuff. I go to the dispensary and get a bunch of weed and then get super stoned at the beach and stuff like that. Hell yeah, bro. Hell fucking yeah. Look at this damn puppy, dude. This fucking puppy. Jesus. Get the fuck away from me. So hopefully... Look at this thing. God damn it. This thing's fucking mean, dude. It looks mean. It looks like a very vicious little cute puppy. What's your puppy's name? Jojo. Jojo. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess that'll do it for this week's episode. I just want to remember and remind you, remember, remind you all about we are. Remember. We're coming up on remember. Our... Remember, remember. We're you coming. Remember. We're coming up on you our. Remember. We're coming up on you our. Remember. I'm done. Safety dance me out, Jose. Oh shit. Um, coming up on our our holiday special, so we're gonna get you that phone number here. Uh, we've got the next week. In yeah, so we can. I want to call in and uh, leave us your comments about your favorite episode of Absolute Geek from the past year. Uh, we can all reminisce together and have a great time there. Um, you know what my favorite moment was? Tonight. When I performed fellatio. Yeah, when you performed fellatio on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You fucking nailed that, Kyle. Every Tuesday, we have Tales from the Spinner Rack, our new comic book review show. What's that? 
Tales from the flip side? Tales from the spinner rack. Oh. It's a good one. We have a new comic book review show that we're doing in collaboration with um, Jay from Audio Ammunition and guys from uh, Griddle Geek and Couch Crunchers. So if I check that out, uh, if it was your first time here tonight and you found us, make sure to hit the like and subscribe button if you had a good time. Okay. Um, yeah, if you're listening to this on Monday, we can be found on any of your podcasting platforms. We didn't get one like tonight. Yeah, we got six of them. Yeah. According to my... Got a refresher, is that? Fuck your refreshing. Your shit's busted, bro. Yeah, bro, you're busted, man. Look, look at that. Look, I'm the first like. But um, for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I am Matt. I'm Felicio Kyle. <laughs> I'm, I'm Corbin. Uh, yeah. I'm Brian. And we'll, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. I thought that was an order, and I thought Brian was next, so I was stuttering when I was going, and I was like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> My dog was fucking barking and shit, so I had to mute it. Oh, that's why I had no idea. Oh, man, why am I so stupid? I'm gonna go fight this fucking dog that's biting the shit out of me, so... <laughs> <laughs>